0: This
1: week on the BAMFcast, we want to rock and rock all night and beat up every Slade. One done, we're in. All right, we'll go to the BAMFcast. Hey, BAMFcast! Yes. Episode
0: 196.
1: Wow. Yeah. That's a number. Numbers.
0: It not in on 200,
1: man. No, four away. Holy shit. Yeah. Mm. That's craziness
0: So I'm Harlow I'm Mackie I'm BJ And I'm Chuck And what we do each and every episode of the BAMFCAST is Sometimes we have stupid theme months that aren't really a theme at all Like Rocktober Yay
2: Rocktober
0: Sure Alright Yeah All that rock we've had yeah. yep. um, and, and then we, come, we watch ourselves a quote unquote bad movie And we come in here and talk about it for the first half Good yeah. bad movies. Enjoyable bad movies. They get one to five jocks and in robot jocks.
3: Yay! And rock. bad
0: bad movies stay away. They get a negative sliding scale, one to five bags as in douchebags after Twilight.
3: Boo! Ha-boo. Not
0: rock. Boo. So, uh, last week it was The Rock. This week it's Cynthia Rothbrock. Yeah! Oh, I get it. Uh huh. And we watched Um movie. Yeah, <laughs> we <I> did. 1993's. <laughs> 1993's Honor and Glory. Uh huh. Yeah. I, just, I lost the year. I didn't have it. Oh, it's okay. Yeah. So, um, plot summary, we'll talk more about honor and glory. FBI agent Tracy Pride is on a mission to capture businessman Jason Slade, who is involved in extortion and murder, Te- teaming up with her as her sister Joyce, a news reporter, Dragon, Tracy's partner in Hong Kong, and Jake, a bodyguard who worked for Slade. Can they stop Slade before it's too late? Question mark? Yes. Maybe. Hmm. <laughs> probably. It might be a spoiler to say. Yeah.
3: Probably. It's yes. too late.
0: So... Honor and glory. Yeah, It has Uh, been
3: ages since we've done a Cynthia Rothrock movie.
0: Yeah. And not only that, we decided to do, if we're going to do a Cynthia Rothrock movie again, the same director is Undefeatable. And the same director is Ninja Terminator. Yay, Ninja (laughs) (laughs) turtle The origin of the Garfield phone. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. Godfrey Ho, or as he's credited in this movie, Godfrey Hall. Yes, Mm -hmm. Mr. Hall. Yeah, why not? Don't know why. I don't know why he's in, probably because it didn't have Ninja in the title. He was like, ah, take my name off of that.
4: I I guarantee you, American distributor was like, we got to put an American name on the
0: director. Mm -hmm. Like, man, Ho. Just because. Yeah. Yeah. Can't put Ho on there. That too. Yeah, Yeah, sure. So anyway, (laughs) uh, yeah, this movie. Where does it start? I don't know. Uh, (laughs) In China? Well, It starts off, yeah, in.
3: uh, Oh, yeah, it starts off,
0: boom. Yeah. Like movie. Yeah, it's like Hong Hong Kong. Because yeah, we, get, Kong, we, Kong we don't know movie. it yet, but we see Dragon, the, yes. a, the agent, is going to get coffee.
3: Yeah. the guy by, Played by the guy who played uh, Liu Kang in Mortal Kombat.
0: Oh, I, oh. okay. So I knew he looked really familiar and yep. it was bugging me. Okay. Same dude. All right. Yep. So he's going to get coffee and sets his cup down and I guess is starting coffee preparations and all of a sudden, kick from off screen and yes. it's Cynthia Rothrock. <laughs> and they kind of fight a little bit in the break room. <laughs> yeah, a little bit. Of an office. Yeah. Yeah. And then it's just like... Ah, what are you doing here? Ha ha, let's go get dinner tonight. And that's basically it. That's like the whole mm. scene. It's just like... And then credits. Yeah, and then <laughs> that start the credits.
3: That is most scenes in this movie.
0: Yeah. They're, they're not all like, punctuated with
4: the credits, but yeah, it just it seems like kicking from off screen happens a lot in this movie. That just <laughs> sets yeah. off an action scene.
3: Well, yeah. yeah, and then the conversation is basically like awkward in the way that like when you're trying to hang up and neither of you wants to hang up and you're just kind of like, okay, well, I'll see you. And no you hang up and <laughs> <laughs> uh, you didn't yeah. hang up yeah
0: neither did you uh, oh wait
3: yeah um okay uh, all right but yeah, but yeah that is how most scenes in this movie end they, mm-hmm. well they kind of this one they kind
0: of have a thing like she works for the FBI which why she's in uh Hong Kong doesn't make any sense mm-hmm. but whatever whatever and um yeah he works for Interpol so she's leaving her assignment is done and she's going home but they want to have dinner tonight and that's basically the scene it's like all right that's yep. the thing. That's these are people. Mm-hmm. And They've then been cut established. To, cut to her sister, um, which I—it doesn't matter what her name is. I'm going to call her Glory. Glory. Cynthia Rothrock is Honor, and her yeah. sister is Glory. Yes.
3: If you really want their names, Cynthia Rothrock is Tracy Pride, and her sister is Joyce Anna Pride.
0: Brother, too. Right. Yeah. So cut to Glory, and she's a news reporter. Oh, no, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. First, no, we have to have exposition time. Boardroom. Boardroom oh, yeah. boardroom of the military people, where they have explained <laughs> that there's a world-ending thing that was stolen.
3: Some kind of trigger. Yeah. yeah. A nuclear device trigger. Trigger.
0: It's like the most boring boardroom ever. Like, there's like four guys, and they, none of them oh. look like they're in the military. No. They're they don't just seem the overly, investors of the film. Yeah, they don't <laughs> seem overly concerned about this. They're just like, yeah. if that trigger gets in the wrong hands, yeah. Uh, yeah, and
3: the, guy, and the guy ends it by saying, "We have to keep this under wraps. No, no reporters." reporters. Yeah. Cut to reporter, reporter, <laughs> reporter standing outside, going, "There's a nuclear trigger missing. <laughs> right, yes. What is the military going to do to find out?" Fuck, that didn't work. <laughs> <laughs> There's a reason we're not. But yes, in but the this is Glory,
0: uh, cl- plucky girl reporter Glory. Mm-hmm. Yep. Who is Cynthia Rothrock's sister, and she's reporting well, on the. Well, we don't know this yet. Donna but, Jason. Yeah.
3: Not, not technically <laughs> Cynthia Rothrock's sister. Well, but in the, the movie, in the sister. movie, fine. Yes. In
0: real life, it's dumb. It? Sure, <laughs> yes, fine. But she's reporting on the missing trigger, and then, ladies standing in the background drinking a Dr Pepper. Yeah, drinking a Dr Pepper, and occasionally yelling like "Hey, hey!" while she's doing her newscast. <laughs> hey, and then like when it's all over and she wraps up, she's like, "What's that in the shot? Did that mess up my sound?" And they're like, "No, nah, no, she wasn't even in no, the you're shot." You're good. Yeah, and this lady just proceeds to like, "Hey." You did a story on Senator so-and-so, and you called him sugar something, and it messed up his career, and I'm his daughter, and I'm pissed at you. Ah. Mm-hmm. And it's, it just starts with yelling. She's yelling at her. Yeah, I can't believe you did this. That you're a liar, you bitch. Mm-hmm. And then she comes up to try to hit her or push her or something, and we find out reporter lady can fight. She knows some kung fu. Well, lady on street can fight too. I mean, instantly oh, yeah. karate fight is happening. Oh yeah, she punches at her and then she does like you know kung yeah, fu quick blocks. Hand,
3: everyone in this yeah. movie yes. can fight. Yeah, but this escalates Which is great
0: quickly. Like a lot of things do because like she blocks a couple of punches and it's oh wait like, no, yeah. this started with the the can. She threw the well, can. Well, she threw can at the her. can at her. Oh, and that's then, right. Uh, that's right. She kicked it back at her. Yeah, she kicked. Uh, she, uh, she she wasn't even facing her.
4: She just kicked her. Foot she up, just felt the can. That's the can right, that's right. and it flew back yes. and hit her in the forehead and she was like "Ooh, it's on wouldn't you have <laughs> or two and then they started karate kicking each other yeah oh yeah <laughs> so like right away we've established this is the world where everyone knows karate yeah. just i want to live karate in that world bill. yeah that sounds like the best world i mean look if cnn was like this reporter knows karate and that might happen during a story i would watch cnn all the time 24 mm-hmm. 7 yes just i would t- have cnn on all the time waiting for a fight well
3: my favorite part about <laughs> it i mean you know they they go at it for a while. She pulls a knife on on the yeah. reporter, and she's... it escalates quickly. Yeah, mm-hmm. and she just like busts that thing out of her hand. It's like get the hell out of here! <laughs> right. And Fuck my favorite bitch. part is that the uh, the cameramen are just like, huh? Well, I guess she's fighting another chick again. Yeah. <laughs> well, she so walks They're around the, like
0: he walks around the van. And he's like, pretty good show. Yeah. Yeah. I guess I'll see you later. All right, yeah, later.
3: <laughs> okay. She goes. We'll meet you back at the station. Yeah. Okay. Like this is just she's another day yeah. for
4: karate reporter. <laughs> how
3: nonplussed they are by yeah. the fact that. Wait, she just kicked that chick's ass.
4: Yeah. Not only was that highly illegal, <laughs> it
3: was badass. I mean, that escalated into a knife fight. I mean, well, did you realize that? It's not
4: even noon yet. Well, they're just like, yeah, he's showing off again, huh? I'll well, <laughs> see you back in the studio.
0: Cameramen yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <We just laughs> don't, don't give that. a fuck. They don't <laughs> care. Yeah. Why don't they turn the cameras on that? Nah. It's, make some good TV. Yeah. 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 But from here. Yes. We have to establish her villain. Oh, yes. Uh-huh. Is he really? Uh, he's my hero, but he's the <laughs> villain of the movie. Oh. All right. Yeah, mm. and this
3: is uh, Jason Slade we're introduced to. Jason Slade, who, God, he he just. There's guys saying, "Oh, we've lost the thing. We we're another, good, but we're another board meeting. Another and, board meeting.
0: Yeah. More people, nicer table. Yes, larger, room.
4: larger room. More minorities. But,
0: yeah, <laughs> yeah, and they're just
3: like, oh, we, we, you know, we're gonna have to do something about the situation, and he just. Immediately goes into this whole speech about how, you know, his father ran the company, but he runs the company now, and he's going to take care of it. And you know, I, I know people are calling for my resignation, but you know what? Only death can retire Jason Slade.
4: Yeah, that's not. An and that's quote. how
3: he ends. <laughs> that's how he ends his speech to the board. And the rest of the board's like, "All right, then." Well, the, um, he's, so, he's, so he's been yelling. At, he's, right? he's
4: been yelling at old dudes in the meeting. This establishes mm-hmm. him hating old dudes throughout the whole movie, but he, he's been yelling particularly at these two old dudes, and when he says, the only way to retire me is death, they look at each other and just sort of nod like, yep. <laughs>
3: We're going to have to kill <laughs> yeah, that <it's>, guy. <laughs> he
4: just gave us an out. <laughs> <laughs>
3: but yeah, we, he's played by uh, John Miller, who was one of the, he's one of the good guys in Undefeatable, hmm. and he is the dude who is in that final crazy insane scene that everyone loves. Where they just, like, get in the growling mode and rip their shirts off. And, yeah. <laughs> but he's not the crazy-eyed one. Well, not the crazy-er-eyed one, I should say, in that scene. But Okay. But, yeah. So, he's he's another Godfrey Ho regular in a Bamcast Castellan. Godfrey Ho. But, man, he is so much better in this movie. Mm-hmm. Holy God. I
0: haven't even seen it, and I'm like, mm-hmm. He's yeah. better in this movie than most things are in other movies. Yeah. Ever. <laughs> yeah.
3: Yeah. Because this guy is dialed in and jacked up.
0: <laughs> he's roided out,
4: is what he uh, is. I yes. mean, he is juiced up right before every scene, uh, just like...
3: Rawr! Yeah, he's juiced up, and they gave him a double espresso and an eight ball, and <laughs> they just fucking turned him loose on set, man. Because he... Oh.
0: And an eight ball. <laughs> every, every, scene <laughs> <another> eight ball. <laughs> every scene he does is like that scene where they interview the wrestler like after they've been betrayed, and they're just... Yeah, they're just yeah. yeah. That is exactly <laughs> it. I cannot believe, it I believe tugboat beat me up. Yeah.
4: <laughs> I'm gonna get you, <laughs> tugboat. dude. <laughs> yep. You were my only friend, tugboat. Hmm.
3: <laughs> but yeah, they uh, and from this meeting is when they they go, but they're leaving, and he's just bossing around. And this is when we're also introduced to his bodyguard, Jake Armstrong. Jake Armstrong, who has the coolest jacket I think I've ever seen.
4: It's, it's pretty, pretty for a sweet suit jacket. It's like two jackets in one. Yeah,
3: where it's like a gray, gray jacket, and then all of a sudden there is a diagonal line going from like the right collarbone just down to the waist mm-hmm. diagonally, and the one sleeve. Everything from outside of that is black.
0: Yep, and everything to the other side. Is gray. Yes. Yeah, it's not even half and half. It's nope. not even like a two-faced yeah, jacket. Just, it's it's like from from like the the point of the collar down. Mm-hmm. Just whoop.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, that part's gonna be black. Uh-huh. Yeah, and this guy is like a stunt coordinator on a lot of movies,
3: and we're convinced he had to have been a stunt double for Eddie Murphy because uh, he looks like a jacked things, up cause Eddie Murphy. Cause he, yeah, because yeah, he, he, does. Does. he did Ringer for Eddie Murphy. Yeah, so. but yeah, he's he's all right. I, I think he suffers by being in so many scenes. With Slade.
4: I don't know. I think he's pretty no, good. No, he's, he's fucking awesome. I think he's pretty good. I like yeah. him. I mean, I'm not going to let Slade diminish the fact that all these other people are pretty awesome. Mm-hmm. Jake Armstrong's pretty sweet.
3: Yeah. But he's, <laughs> he's the guy, like, he, he's, he's like, hey, man, you hired me to do this and just doing my job. Mm-hmm. And they go outside, and Slade is just like, where's my limo? Get me my limo. And he's like, you know why I like you? Because you're always thinking of what I'm thinking. And he's like, "Yeah, well, what you thinking now, boss?" And he's like, "I'm wondering where my limo is."
0: Okay, I'll he's like, "All right, it. I'll
3: go get it." Yeah. And this is when the reporter comes up. And- well,
0: well, first guy, like, just a photographer, comes up first. Oh, that's and right. And they rip the film out of yeah. his camera, and they're just like, you need to be on top of this or something like that?" He's always dressing down as his own yeah. people. Yeah, and that's but like they take three more steps towards the limo, and now camera crew with uh you know, glory has shown up. <laughs> Yeah, And, uh yeah, it's just like...
4: Because it's been established that... The, so, he's, like, he's Jason Slade the is the head of this giant global bank thing, which is missing a billion dollars. Mm-hmm. A billion dollars. Yep. A, and everyone's like, well, yeah, Jason Slade stole it. Mm-hmm. So that's why the reporters are hounding him. Yeah. But
1: doesn't everybody seem to know that Jason Slade stole it?
4: Yeah. Yes, everyone knows. They're just waiting for him to... say. They want to the piss him off so much that he just goes,
1: ah,
3: yes, I stole it, get out of my face. Yeah, they're doing the Jack Nicholson in, <laughs> yeah uh, In few good men,
4: where it's like he wants to tell (laughs) us exactly, he wants to say. You just got to push him. You just got to get him to say it. So yeah, yeah, so they come running up, and it's like you know, hey, you know, what do you think about a billion dollars missing from your bank, huh? Kind of sucks, doesn't it? (laughs) He's like,
3: he's like, I got nothing to say to you. Yeah, and then and then he's like, you know what? I think I noticed something. I think your camera's broken. (laughs) Yeah, and she's like, run. Yeah, and then. Proceeds to beat the hell out of his bodyguards. Mm-hmm.
4: Mm-hmm. But not Jake Armstrong because he's getting the limo.
3: Yeah, because Jake Armstrong's busy getting the limo.
4: Yeah. But he still
0: gets yelled at for not yeah. stopping. for not her. being there, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> go get my limo. Why'd you go get my limo and not be her hero? Yeah. <laughs> Damn it.
4: Because they chase off the reporter and go over to the, the limo, and he's like, Where the hell were you? He's like, well, I was limo
0: he told me to get the limo and he's dressing him down and mm-hmm. why don't you have a driver instead of your head bodyguard go get yeah. the limo
3: well it, it, he it does gets a lot. quickly like his his head bodyguard is like
4: also lackey yeah just whatever bullshit just go get my laundry go follow mm-hmm. this peon around town just it's like no i think you want your main bodyguard to be right there with you that's the point
0: guarding your body yeah
4: just you know it's in the name
0: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't the job description yeah. the
3: other stuff was not in sure. the job description yeah
4: and he says at one point like they've got a contract so i mean obviously they're like terms <laughs> that yeah. have been spelled out yeah protect my body get my limo yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <Sign the thing. laughs> name right there <laughs>
3: mm-hmm. yeah but so they're they're just kind of like all right i guess we'll leave now yeah and uh she goes back to the dojo Yep. Where actually she meets up with Cynthia Rothrock
2: because, Rothrock.
3: because uh, she's she's flown into into the US now mm-hmm. and they have a goofy little scene where they're trying to get the keys from each other to show oh, hey we both know martial arts right i'm going to drive even no i'm bo- going to even though we know this already yeah. But, that's yeah they just like to do that yeah, they, but they, they, they just keep, have they, to, f- they have a key fight yeah, yeah they <laughs> have to <laughs> they have to establish that Cynthia Rothrock aka Honor is now in the US mm-hmm.
0: yes so and they're going to have dinner later with the Sifu because they yeah. will start saying seafood seafood a lot seafood here for a
2: seafood
4: yeah yeah the seafood Kung, Kung yeah. master yes yeah cuz then glory
0: goes to go see seafood which by yeah. the way her news her channel is also sea view <laughs> oh so i get it so when at the beginning uh, of the movie it's like seafood and then it's like and i'm so and so for sea yeah. view it's like what yeah sea view
1: seafood seafood Let's go,
0: when i'm done with sea view we'll go get seafood with the seafood <laughs> yeah right yeah and I'll see you there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You should change well, that ahead. shirt. I can see through. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, so she goes to the dojo and... Kung fu. Yeah, there's some see kung fu. fu happening there.
3: Yeah, we we meet Niki, who's like... As they say, her her
0: kung fu little brother. Well, that's everyone. I'm sure it's everyone in the school. They're all... We're all brothers and sisters. It's yeah. Part right, of, but they keep
4: referring to this dude as yeah. he's your Kung Fu little brother. Yeah, mm-hmm. but and, he obviously has a
3: crush on the Sifu yeah. is kind of like her adopted yeah. godparent yeah. or whatever, mm-hmm. so.
4: And Mickey's a, it's kind of touched a little. <laughs> I mean, he just seems like, you know, like one of those Samo Hung characters. Yeah, where I, was, I was about <laughs> to say, he's, he's doing the Samo Hong thing where yeah. it's just like, I'm
0: kind of goofy. Yeah, and, he's, he's
4: that guy. But then it's just like, hey, let's find out what you've learned. And there's a little fight between the two
0: mm-hmm.
3: where she again she takes him, him to
4: school yeah yeah
3: and then and then he goes let me take you to dinner tomorrow she's like sorry i'm busy and he's like how about the day after <laughs> how about the day after that how about forever
4: yeah, wah, wah, wah. yeah. <laughs> poor guy
3: yeah the only way she has touched him is in a violently <laughs> so, <laughs> death yes, touch. Is, is abusive in a way to <laughs> so, make he's kind of pathetic but yeah. you know
0: that's his shtick,
3: I guess.
4: Mm-hmm. Then what yeah. happens?
0: Uh, uh, that, she, uh, she hangs out with the Sifu for a little while and he tries to impart some wisdom and also give us more side plot crap. Of yeah, like, about how she. I hates don't love her my dad. dad. Yeah, not, he, you're loves, my dad. he loved my sister more. Yeah. And my, I don't, you're my dad. I don't even have a dad. Right. Dad, dad, dad. Dad. Daddy issues. Right. Yeah. Yeah, she has Here's some, a daddy tissue. She has some daddy <laughs> issues.
4: <laughs> she does.
3: Yep. Yep. And, uh, Meanwhile, Mm -hmm. Slade has decided, you know what? I think I don't need anyone on that board because the only way I'm retiring is if I die. Right. So he brings the first guy in and he's just like, hey, man, you know, you and my dad established this company and did a good job. And uh, you're old, so <laughs> I want your resignation in the morning. Get the
0: fuck out. Yeah. <laughs> Get the I, fuck I out like of the I like the, the little bit of uh, dialogue between them because he's like, I helped your father open these doors. And he's like, Yeah, yeah, and don't let him hit you on the ass on your way <laughs> oh, Yeah, they, <laughs> they <laughs> go both ways. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they yeah. go
3: both uh. ways. <laughs> he's, he's such an exquisite dick. Yeah. It's, oh, it's okay. just great because he's just taking glee and just firing this old
4: man. Mm hmm. And then he like goes to see his dad, who's equally inept old man. He's yeah. just like, "Why'd you fire my friend?" And he's they like, "Dad, shut up. My my bank now. I do what I want. Mm-hmm. I'm Slade."
3: Yeah, and he's like, <laughs> "When I was in charge, we never had a single scandal. And now look at us." Yeah. And he's like, "Dad, don't don't fucking sweat it, dude. Yeah.
4: It's all right. I'm just. Well, they don't have a single I got it the scandal. Control. They have a
1: series of shitty and yeah. shittier scandals. They, it seems. Yeah,
4: it's nothing but scandals.
3: Yeah. Yeah." But but this this for Ooh, some reason so scandalous. <laughs> for some reason this conversation with his dad prompts him to go. You know what? I'm just going to murder all these guys. Like, <laughs> Fuck getting them to retire. <laughs> yeah. So my dad has- doesn't want me to
4: retire them. Fine. I'll retire yeah, them. Well, I'll, yeah. I'll retire them. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
0: we'll fucking retire <laughs> yeah. them. All right. Let the insurance company handle the rest. But I, I guess like is that the the same uh, karate guy that comes in later yeah. with the badass yeah. duster? Yeah, because he's mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. Because, like, some yeah, karate dude. Right. He calls them in. Yeah. He just goes around one by one and kills picks them dudes. off. Yeah. Yeah. Snapping necks, slitting yeah. throats. Yeah. Pen knife thing and, yeah, know, yeah. of stuff.
4: With old dudes who are like, should I be dead now? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Dead? Okay. I'm dead. Yeah. <laughs> Am yeah. I doing it right, Mr. Whole <laughs> whole hall <laughs> mm-hmm. ho <Whole> Ho-Hall. <laughs> so, yeah, whole. a bunch of old dudes die. Yeah.
3: <laughs> it's, just, it's just that's how we know Slade's yeah. a bad dude. He's mean.
1: Oh, that's how we know he's a bad dude.
4: Yeah. Well, well, up well, till now, yeah. he's just sort of been, you know, like... You could tell he was a bad guy. Nah, he's alright. Nah, he
1: was, <laughs> he was the hero of the movie, remember? Yeah. <laughs> he's yeah. the
3: best guy in the movie. Yeah. Best guy. Jason
4: Slade and Glory. Yeah.
3: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then, then eventually Cordero we get back to... Uh,
1: with Slade and Glory.
3: <laughs> eventually we get back to Glory, mm-hmm. who's just kind of hanging out in
1: a hammock in her backyard, meditating. She's sitting cross-legged with a like with her arms and a bow staff up mm-hmm. and in the praying position with a yeah. bow staff mm-hmm. there and just chilling out sitting in the hammock perfectly still having flashbacks to mm-hmm. yeah and also the,
4: the one scene where she's not uh wearing 12 jackets correct cuz as the movie progresses i oh, swear yeah. to god her jackets get fucking huge I mean, Susie Orman jackets, just giant. I
0: mean, man, it was the early '90s. I know, we were but wearing giant clothing back then.
4: But this was just like the one scene where she's just chilling out, and well, there was
0: one scene where like she had like three jackets on, and I think they each had shoulder pads. Oh yeah, yeah, because
4: mm-hmm. the shoulders were higher than her head. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I'm gonna take was, a little nap now. Okay, I'm comfy. <laughs> it's yeah. like those shoulder pads from last week. It right? Was yeah. Fucking <laughs> huge.
3: <laughs> yeah, but the only good thing about this scene <laughs> is when the phone rings on the uh, on oh, the, the table in front of her. She immediately yanks out the staff,
1: flips the phone up on the staff,
3: and then answers it. And she's like, "Hello."
4: Yeah,
0: it's just—I think she really did that.
1: That wasn't—that wasn't tricks.
0: Uh it was. Too, it was. A, there was a cut there. She yeah, probably there got it close. but it was still. Uh, she probably flipped it, it up, awesome. but it probably went nowhere near her. Head. There was a to cut there, but I'm sure shit. it was a it was one take. Oh, yeah, just yeah, absolutely. Several absolutely, cameras. Yeah,
4: yeah. Because then she puts it back. She just, yeah, she puts well, she it back. Tilts the staff down. Better. It yeah, slides down.
0: Yeah, slides the receiver right down the receiver. So good. Yeah. But then Jake Armstrong... So, Godfrey is,
3: Ho, once again, using phones correctly in his movies.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Too bad it wasn't a goofy phone. There were no goofy uh, phones in this movie. No. Well, uh, there were 90s from, cell phones, yeah. which well, are pretty well, goofy. Early yeah, 90s no, cell. Novelty phones. Yes, is what they novelty phones. Yeah. That's what, they, that's what mm. we need. That should be a signature.
4: But after she slides the phone back down, she starts hearing applause, like the slow clap, the sarcastic <laughs> slow clap coming from behind her. And She turns around and it's Jake Armstrong, mm-hmm. who's just like, well, you got skills. How you doing? Yeah. You uh, party all the time. Yeah. And she's like... What are you doing in my house?
3: It's like <laughs> I just wanted to find out where you train. Yeah, I just want to. Like, f- you broke into f- my yeah. house. Yeah, <laughs> and for once, you know, a character is just like, wait a sec. So you broke into my house. You well track me down. Yeah, you found out who I am, I am, where I live, mm-hmm. broke into my house, just to ask me where I train. He's like, yeah,
1: girl, you fine. Come on. Yeah. <laughs>
4: And they're sort of flirting a little bit, and then he wanders off into her backyard. Yeah, yep, that's, that's not a euphemism, yeah, I was euphemism say for a, sex. Literal he literally just walks yeah. out into the backyard, into like a field. Like, all right, uh, I guess I'll see you later. Yeah. <laughs> like, goes off into field of dreams. It's good, <laughs> right? <laughs> 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 off into the corn. Uh, <laughs> He's <as> pain. <laughs> So that that's like our, because she's like, keep an eye on, on Slade, and he's like, oh, I always got my eyes open. And he does a little thing with his sunglasses, and it's just like, okay, yeah. so he's maybe not a huge douche like everyone mm-hmm. else. so He's cool. Yeah. He's cool. He's all right. And then just, man, hard cut to Slade. In a tank top with yeah. fucking metal rings all over him, just roiding out, just
3: rah. <laughs> well, yeah, and he's dancing around with one of those staffs with the blade on mm-hmm. the end of it. Was that a halberd or something? Is that what they call him? Sure, yeah. yeah, that sounds good. All right, yeah. And <laughs> you're yeah. just but the thing is, like, he's doing we, all we these, know guns, not sticky, yeah. pointy things. <laughs> he's doing all these moves with that thing and and showing off. And mm-hmm. I think it was you, Harlow, that was just like, are we supposed to not like this guy? Yeah, at that point, he's kind of kinda awesome.
0: Yeah. That whole training sequence where he was doing cool things, I was like, this guy's awesome. There's ways around it. Here's the thing about him. He's obviously the villain of the movie,
4: whether or not we like him or not, but by definition, he's supposed to be the bad guy, but he doesn't have the one or the other flaw that most bad guys have. He's both like a criminal mastermind, sort of, because he's stolen mm-hmm. a billion dollars, but he's also a fucking badass who will just wreck anybody who gets in his way. Yeah. And you usually don't get that combination. You usually get, mm-hmm. like, the Weasley genius or the really smart dumb guy. So... Well-
3: What's interesting, too, is... It's the perfect storm. um, (laughs) Keep in mind, we've only had, like, two scenes with Cynthia Rothrock at this point, who we thought was the star. she is the star, still. He's kind of the star of the movie. Yeah, pretty much. He he probably has more screen time than anybody, because they tend to split the time between Cynthia Rothrock and... uh, uh, not equally. She, she's barely yeah, in this movie. Yeah,
4: Glory's in it a hell yeah, of a lot Glory more. Glory is yeah. the star of the movie. Like, I swear, Rothrock was out of this for, like, 40 minutes. Like, after she got to America and they had the key mm-hmm. fight, that was it for, like, 40 minutes of, like, where is she? I don't know.
0: Yeah. It didn't she, really matter.
4: I mean, everyone else is perfectly capable of carrying this movie in whatever scene they're doing. Yeah, but, just, mm-hmm.
0: She's top build. Yeah. You know, I mean, this is after yeah. China O'Brien and everything. Like, oh, Cynthia Rothrock. I've heard yeah. of her.
4: So, it's 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 weird. It is a little weird that the star is gone for that long.
3: Mm-hmm. Well, and they just divide their attention. Like, it's it's really weird because it'll be a chunk of time with somebody. Like, mm-hmm. multiple scenes with one character. And then all of a sudden, they'll be like, oh, yeah, Cynthia Rothrock. So, they'll have, like, two or three scenes in a row with her. Yeah. Well, I think... And it's what got it, that feeling that it's, like, chopped up from different movies. It does. But, but we know that it's not. Yeah. but It's it, almost like he doesn't know how to work otherwise.
4: But I think it leads to this thing of we've established that all these people are badasses. Now, in the finale, they all come together and yeah. shit gets real. I think that works in the movie's favor once you get there, but up until that point it's like, what? Why are why are we spending so much time mm. away from main characters? It's really yeah. strange. But if she was in every scene, she couldn't be fighting in every scene because then no one else have else would have anything to do. So, you got to just split duties amongst everyone else. Mm-hmm. So, and everyone else is perfectly capable. I mean, yeah. her sister kicked some moves. ass. Yeah.
3: It's just so strange yeah. that Rothrock just vanishes for so long and she's still out because this is when we're introduced to silk, the pimp, (laughs) Mr. Silk, Mr. Silk, who is, uh, you know, he breaks out some moves later, but in the first scene, we're just like, this guy's one of the lamest pimps
1: in the history of pimps. Yet another just stunt dude, I'm sure, that they just... Yeah, but he doesn't like, even look like a stunt dude. He looks like Ted from Accounting. No, but he's like a, a non-tuple agent or something
4: well, like that. When he's he, working for everybody. When he busted out his skills, I was legitimately surprised. Like, I did so not expect I. that yeah,
0: dude yeah. because he was just... Well, he looked like the guy that would get the he, drinks for the fellows. I mean, like, <laughs> just like, yeah. yeah. Just like, oh, yeah, he's weak. Yeah. Like, bring yeah. me like, a drink. like the little...
1: If it was an animated character or animated movie, he'd be the like the weasel in the weird suit, the, mm-hmm. like a zoot suit, yeah. and a hat, yeah. But I mean, like he's doing
4: his pimp business and he's trying to act like you know, get out there and make me money, bitch. And it's just like, dude, I'm scarier than that, and I couldn't yeah. intimidate anybody. So,
3: yeah, because the girls aren't pulling enough money. No, and, you know,
4: and like one mildly attractive whore gets out of the car, and this other one gets in, where it's like, you know, I
0: think that's his assistant. But she's basically the mom from the 70s show. <laughs> yes, exactly. That's, that's sort
3: of, it's like, she's...
0: It's oh, just, Kitty, yeah. 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 She's the
3: one who's been working for a little too long. <laughs> yeah, it's like, she's
4: held on for just like, you need to retire. But she's well, like she's, a secretary, too, because yeah. the yeah, are is yeah, like, oh, it's happening for you. Is, yes. Is, yes. Is, <laughs> that's <laughs> that's his, his top girl, according he, to right. the... <laughs> he's parlaying it into, yeah. into that. Like, sure. yeah, well, she'll pull yeah. her out
1: of the stable and make her, you know, do my but, dishes and laundry. This is when the plot
3: sort
4: of just falls back into the movie where it's just like, He's getting a call he from. He somehow slate. knows
3: where the trigger is, yes. and he's, he's in he's charge. He's brokering of, the deal. Yeah,
4: getting the trigger to slate. Sure, like this because guy's plugged in. The Picasso something. trigger. Yeah, he, knows. I, he, <laughs> I know he knows. He does. I don't know how he knows, but I guess yeah. you know oh, because he knows a
0: guy. There was. Dip- going to talk. diplomatic I guess. pouch and. Something. Oh yeah, they do mention diplomatic pouch. Oh which yeah, is diplomatic just, pouch.
4: Which we never see a diplomatic pouch. We never I'll see I'll the show trigger you my actually. No, thank you.
0: Doesn't matter. Yeah.
4: Uh, it's a MacGuffin.
3: It Yeah, and then we see that you know we've been introduced to Cynthia Rothrock's father at some point mm-hmm. in between this very briefly, and we see that
4: oh no, she goes to his house and they and do is a that little when weird. He's f-
3: making the call,
4: yeah, because because we
0: find out he's brokering deals with yeah, he's actually Silk. the one talking to Silk and they're yeah to yeah. set this all up and yeah. you know because he works for the CIA. We right. find out
4: because yeah, Cynthia Rothrock sneaks up behind him and covers his eyes like guess mm-hmm. who? And he does this weird like. Fork stabbing, like, I'm gonna get you. (laughs) Just about every
1: introduction seems to be a fight, a little fight, a little, you know, a little challenge. Yeah.
4: Which I can't imagine going around in life <laughs> always having to be prepared like that for. Mm-hmm. Hey,
0: Jimmy, you, what's going you on? You just ah! said you wanted to visit Karate Town. This is <laughs> yeah, what I happens. Did. This <laughs> is what happens I in guess. Karate world. I think yeah. it's the awesome. I Everything is a challenge. It. Next week, Chuck, okay, you, okay, you better fine. be ready. Be Get ready. your kung fu up. Okay, Kato. <laughs> yeah, it's gonna be. <laughs>
3: it's gonna just, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we're you, just gonna be like Seagal. We're gonna keep smacking <laughs> you on the face every once in a while. Yeah,
0: in Karate Town, a high five is just an initiation. That's like touching gloves, and then
3: fight. Yeah, I want to live in a world where all problems are solved with violence. Uh, that's my kind of world. Yeah, yeah. Well,
4: yeah. well good luck I, with that. Well, I've, I've got, got d- good news for you, sir. To hand violence. Oh, okay. Uh, Not Fisticuffs. Like Honorable, f- yeah. fist-punching, single like combat.
3: You, like, you kick my ass, all right, you had a better argument.
4: I will give you information you now. you know, <laughs> You're
3: like, Xbox, PS3, no.
4: <laughs> single combat. with. I win weapon. because I beat you up. Mm-hmm.
3: That's the kind of world I want to live in.
1: Yeah, yeah. I agree. Yeah. No. Let's fight. We, yes.
3: <laughs> Let's, uh, wait, fight. See, so now we're just sparring because we agree. Yeah. Oh, yeah, they just formed a dojo right. over there. We <laughs> should watch out. <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah. Anyone want to talk some mess over there? Yeah. What
1: um, do we agree on, Chuck? Uh, North t- side of the table dojo. Shit. The well, if side of it's, the it's not violence, door. we're going to whip your ass. Oh, okay. Oh. <laughs> ass is. Oh. Yeah.
3: Are you a pacifist?
4: Yes. Yeah, I'm going to pass my fist in your face. I my big cup at you. So... Please don't. Anyway,
3: so all, all that teach, all that scene shows us is that the dad is in on it somehow. Yeah, which seems shady at first. hmm Uh huh. Yeah, and uh, somehow Cynthia Rothrock just finds out that okay, this is this oil baron Arab guy is going to buy the buy the trigger trigger, and we know that he's an oil baron Arab guy because he of course, is in a suit and wearing a turban. his name is Oil Baron yeah. Aaron. Yeah. And yeah. Herb and herb Not a turban, but he's herb. got the, the whole headdress thing. We
4: should going. talk about her on, on a Head stakeout skirt. in the car wearing a giant San Francisco 49ers hat and a bright green leather jacket. And, and talking to herself. Talking to herself about what she's doing. Like, mm-hmm. I can't I, believe
0: I got this myself into this again. What am I doing yeah, and here? And I, I am she's FBI. Been on she's been on
3: a stakeout solo for far too long. Well, she's drinking
0: Jesus. coffee. She's like seventeen hours.
4: FBI doesn't pay me enough for this, or just it's it's weird. She's just monologuing to herself.
0: There's a couple instances of that in this movie. Yeah, just nobody's There's around. Just talking for the sake of talking. Yeah,
4: but then Dragon shows up, just pops in the car, like, hey. And she's like, You son of a bitch, what are you doing
0: here? Got mm. you pushing too many pencils. <laughs> it's like, yeah.
4: Well, I you know, I had some information, thought I'd fly over <laughs> and give it to you or something. And the deal is going down, she's listening to it on headphones, which we don't hear any of it. No, so it's so or, it's a lot of or other sides
0: of phone conversations.
4: Yeah. Think. And so it's like it's just her going, Hmm. Uh-huh. And Drag's like, What? And she's like, Oh, it's just <laughs> what? <laughs> And then she just relays the whole thing. But then by that point, the, the Arabs bodyguards have seen the car and sneak mm-hmm. up behind it. And they're like, oh, geez, here we go. So Yeah.
3: Excuse for action scene. Yeah,
4: sure. Why not? And dude yeah, get wrecked.
3: Like she and Dragon <laughs> get to beat the shit out of some bodyguards. Yeah. yeah and yeah. then drive away.
4: And there's a lot of like chest kicking to where they crumple up in a heap in the air and then fall straight down to the ground. There's a lot of that kind of weird...
3: Where it looks kind of like wire work, but it's not. Yeah,
4: it's like you know the dude is the dude getting hit is jumping back at mm-hmm. the same time as getting hit, so it looks ten times worse. But yeah, it keeps <laughs> happening to where people just crumple up into balls and fly through the air.
0: Well, this is like Cynthia Rothrock's like big action scene. Like everything else, everything else was really not her for the most part, except for the end. Yeah, I mean she doesn't really fight well Other she beats like up silk fight. for like a few seconds yeah but i mean it's like everything else is like fight you know really play fighting or very yeah. quick because her dad breaks that up this is where she's questioning silk about right. what's going on right
3: yeah that's right yeah it's like but it's she does
4: do a pretty cool thing where she just pins him up against the and, and that's when he busted out his moves and i was like well wow, yeah, this, yeah. this guy is i didn't expect that mm. right yeah because their fight is pretty good but it only lasts like 20 seconds yeah So
3: he does do a cool move where he like kind of climbs up a pole and then jumps away from yeah. her. And, yeah, yeah. It's,
4: it's Everyone right. has cool moves in this. I mean, they're, they're all very capable,
0: choreographed fighters. <laughs> right, but then there's a, there's this weird scene where they go to. Like, it, it's established that um, Slade has invested money, I guess, in some legitimate businesses that he's using to hide various sort of things. Like he goes to a gym, and it's pointless. He's just like. Yeah, this gym, clean it up, and then they leave. And then they go to this moving company and they're obviously like going to use the truck and some moving stuff for, I guess moving the large amount of money that it's going to cost to buy this Trigger, sure. Because yeah. I think apparently it's supposed to be the billion dollars is supposed to be in the back of the truck. Yeah. Well, so no, he was buying was it for five million, wasn't he? No, that's what no. he was giving silk. silk. the million that he, he okay. embezzled was to buy, pay for this because he was going to turn it into five billion when he sold it to the. Airport. Okay. Yeah. All right. I'm I miss some dialogue there. Yeah, and, so that, and miss so something, kind of. I think that's why he had a moving truck because that's mm-hmm, okay. probably a fairly sizable amount in, of money.
1: He was keeping in cash in these shitty like.
4: Yeah, well, yeah, no one's yeah, gonna fuck with Jason Slade or his money. Right. Yeah, but he left like a billion dollars mm-hmm. worth of
0: cash
1: laying around in shitty restaurants and in storage singles, units. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: Anyway, the, the all fuck the, is your problem? The main point Sheep. of this scene <laughs> is
1: <laughs> bad guy. Yeah,
0: <laughs> Jesus
1: guy. <laughs> yeah, guy. You dumbass. Like, <laughs> well, like one of those stupid assholes could accidentally like set the kitchen on fire, and there goes two hundred fifty million dollars or however yeah. much he was storing there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or some dork could be cooking meth in one of the storage units. and it eh,
0: could be. Boom. Could be. Yep. But really, the, the, the main point of this scene is that this starts the, like, Jake starts questioning Slade's methods, and mm-hmm. he's like, wow, maybe they're right. Maybe this guy really is an asshole. Yeah. And so he kind of starts talking back a little bit and gets starts getting dressed down a little bit more. He's just yeah. like, man, fuck this. And I think, doesn't he go to his gym then to, like... No, they, not yet. Oh, that's right. No, cuz like first first they have to they're starting to make the deal with the moving the truck that they brought back.
4: Right, but right. what what happens when they're delivering the money to like this restaurant and hiding it there is that the Mickey guy is just sitting there eating all the food and sees <laughs> Slade and he's like, "Oh, that's the guy that my girlfriend doesn't like. He's he's a bad man." And this is what triggers him running around with a giant JVC camcorder everywhere putting together evidence of what Slade is doing. Mm-hmm. So he's always driving around in his trans am, like rolling up on whatever it is they're doing and just whipping out this giant camera and filming them doing whatever it is they're oh, doing.
3: Old JVC. Yeah. Just
4: love huge it. giant camera, but love it. Yeah.
3: From here, it, like they have the scene where Cynthia Rothrock takes on silk to get mm-hmm. information. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Doesn't get any before the dad kind of stops her for no reason. Mm-hmm. But he's like, ah, let me take care of him. Yeah. And Silk just kind of runs off and she's like, okay, dad, yeah. you got it. There's one scene that we it doesn't make much, it doesn't do much. It's it's basically Silk meeting in in Slade's office where Slade right. gets to tell everyone how badass he is and how he's awesome and how history's gonna remember him because he's awesome. And you know, the budget of this movie wasn't that high, so he's just kinda in like a tiny little
0: The walls almost look like corkboard. I yeah, mean, it yeah. just it's
3: like it's it's so funny because he's like doing this. I'm the best in history. They're going to compare me to all of these things. And I'm just awesome. And you're looking at his office going, you're kind of like a middle manager office. He's guy. yelling like, at like Silk. You're he's, not a billionaire. Yeah. Or he's anything.
4: like, he's yelling at Silk. He's well, like, I've got a billion dollars. No one's ever had more money than I have. Yeah.
3: And you look <laughs> and, at this, and this and office. I and kill anyone. Yeah. And any woman that sleeps with me can never have another man <laughs> yeah. again. There was spoiled. Well, well,
1: he's in control of a lot of money.
3: He yes, says.
4: Yes.
1: he, he has embezzled a billion dollars, and everybody knows it, but nobody has arrested him no, yet. So it must not be a must not be a big deal. Just a a billion dollars must be a drop in the bucket of the money the bank controls. Yes. that's what I'm mean.
4: sure. Yeah, he skimmed a billion off the top. Mm-hmm.
1: Not even off the top. Just it, <laughs> a billion fell out of the cup, and he just yeah. He's, and, he's, and, he starts and he gets this whole up with silky. an eyedropper. Yeah. yeah,
3: he gets mad at Silk because silky. yeah, silky silk because he won't. <laughs> Because he's like, all right, tell us where the thing is. And Silk's like, "Uh, where's my five mil? He's like.
0: He actually puts the guys on hold that are like standing by waiting (laughs) to go. He's like,
4: wait a second. Hold on a minute. (laughs) Hang
0: on. (laughs) That's when he he walks around the the desk. And it's just like, that's when he starts the speech of like, I'm the
3: baddest motherfucker that's ever lived. And then at the end, he just goes, piss on you. (laughs) from a great height. <laughs> <laughs> and then he's done. You yep. will
0: see me pissing from so <laughs> great. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. it's the pistol just, service. <laughs> <laughs> I'll
3: give I'll give this guy credit. He relishes when he gets to say like insulting <sighs> things to people and when he gets to swear.
4: Mm. He, oh, he like, punches it.
3: Oh yeah, he, like he punches it up that notch that you want yep. when a dude is just like fuck you. Yep. You know, like it's great. I love him. He's the best thing in this movie. <laughs> and I mean, because like anybody else, you know, it's kind of like anybody else, He tell him, piss on you from a great height. <laughs> <laughs> like they're going to look on that and be like,
1: can I did change he say, this? piss on you or did he say I will piss on you? I didn't
4: hear the I will. I think he said I, think he I just, will I think piss on you. No, I think his sentence started with piss on you <laughs> like a threat. <laughs>
3: <Yeah>. <laughs> and It's just like, you know what?
4: Yeah. From a great height. Right.
3: I'm not just going to piss on you. Because I'm going to open up the men. window
4: yeah. of my... Of my 17-story building. Yeah,
1: yeah.
4: Somewhere in Maryland. I'm going to piss on you
3: from the 14th story. Mm-hmm.
1: From the middle office.
3: <laughs> Don't move. <laughs> stay
0: right there. Still... Oh, it's windy. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's in my face. I can stay. Just... Oh, God. I should have <laughs> checked. <laughs> checked the weather first. Uh, <laughs> damn you, Jason Slade.
3: <laughs> <No>. Deborah, take <laughs> the asparagus
0: off my menu. Never having that
3: again. <laughs> Nice. <laughs> um, what what happens when they go to the meeting? Because there's something happens where either the trigger gets stolen or...
4: The deal just doesn't happen.
3: Well, yeah, the deal doesn't mm-hmm. happen because somebody drives by and tosses a fake grenade at the guys. And they steal the truck
4: that has the money off. in it. Yeah. Yeah. That That's when... Uh, the dad steals the truck
3: okay so it's the dad that yeah. stole the truck yeah, i wasn't it, sure if it was like cynthia rothrock and company it, or what it's so confusing was going at this there. point cuz
4: you're just seeing cars at this point you're never exactly sure who's doing what but yeah there there he sent he tells the two guys where to go and they come out of this warehouse, and there's, like, two empty barrels stacked up in front of the door. And they're like, what
0: is this shit? No, the, yeah, the guy in the truck gets out, too. Yeah, they're like, all, like all, right, all
4: right, let's move these goddamn barrels. And then, like, a car just goes, boom, and this grenade just flies out of it. And they're like, shit! And they both do the slow-motion jump mm-hmm. out of the explosion, but there is no explosion. <laughs> and by the time they get back up, the truck is being stolen. Mm-hmm. So... <laughs> So now...
0: Brilliant. I kind of love that plan. Mm-hmm.
4: Slade is fucking pissed, and it's Silk's fault. Yes. He obviously set yeah. this all up. Yeah, yeah and it's Silk's like, like You stole my money, you son of a bitch.
3: Yeah. And just starts kicking his ass. <laughs> he's like... Well, he's basically like, well, you can leave, but...
4: You have to get through me. You got to come through me. And like one bodyguard comes over and takes one jacket. And then another bodyguard comes over and takes another jacket. He's just stripping down until he's finally down to just white tank top. And he looks like he looks like Vince McMahon. Like, when Vince McMahon would wrestle, like, he would take his shirt off, and yes. he'd be like, holy shit, Vince McMahon is fucking huge. You never really got that perspective when he's wearing a suit or anything, but that's what he looks like when he gets his shirts off. It's like, holy fuck, this guy is... A little bit of that, like, Joe Piscopo thing, too. Like, kind of. Like, you're not expecting it. It's like, this guy's <clears throat> fucking ripped. <laughs> so, yeah, he's finally down to just nothing. He's gonna just... I'm gonna kill Silk with my yeah. hands and, and feet.
0: He, he starts beating the shit out of him, and this is when Jake is finally like, look... Enough. Yeah. Like, and he's like, you don't tell me what to do. Ah, and all that again. And he's just like, all oh. right, I'm out of here. Like, I'm not, this, I'm not part of this. Mm-hmm. Yep. You're going to kill me. I not sign guy. up for this. Murder.
3: Oh, <laughs> and that gets, oh, that gets Slade even more pissed off. Cause he's like, you know what? Fuck you then. Yeah. nothing but a goddamn cherry. Now get your candy <laughs> ass the fuck out of here. Booty poo. Candy ass. Joe brony. And he is just roiding
4: out oh, at this yeah. point. Like, Because he has these two like steel balls that he's always manhandling and Mm -hmm. he he throws one at Jake who just, or he throws one at Silk and Silk gets out of the way and Jake just like, yoink, catches it. Mm -hmm. And the other one hits Silk Silk in the chest. But then when Jake's quitting, he's just like, fuck your ball. (laughs) and Drops it.
3: And then, yeah. And so Slade kills Silk.
4: Yeah. It just, man,
0: just punches him to
4: death. Yeah. (laughs) God,
3: he hits him in the chest like eight well, nine ten times well, i was
0: i was joking while we were watching because he hit him and it was in kind of slow motion and i was like ow yeah because yeah, i was like seemed like how right. silk would respond to something ow right and then i was just like ow ow <laughs> ow, ow. And he just kept hitting him
4: yeah because there's that slow motion sequence where he's just doing a bunch of shit and then it goes back to regular speed and he's just punching him
0: over and over and over again almost to the point of it being comical it's just like Okay. And then picks him up over his head and throws him into well, I'm sure it was a soft landing in real life. But right. Into some debris. Yes. Yeah. Some boxes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
4: Just, you know, stacks of boxes and this this warehouse, this this fun house that they're in of just crazy shit. Yeah. Uh yeah. Poor silk. Yep. Silk's best dead. best Pimberger.
3: <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Not at all.
4: Yeah. Fine.
3: But so Jake's left and he Pimp, d- he decides to go your your shit. <laughs> yeah. Get out of my face. <laughs> Up your teeth, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. Jake, uh, Jake leaves and he goes to do some soul searching at his old gym, his mm. old boxing gym. Yeah, I mean, it looks like a boxing gym, but they're doing karate moves and kickboxing stuff. Sure, the ring, so, but yeah, so he's talks to his old uh trainer
0: coach who gives him some really mm-hmm. wise advice. Well, this is after he punches on the bag for a while, but mm-hmm. I love that he's like, Look, son, there's two paths in life, there's a path where you do good things. There's a path where you do bad things. <laughs> and you can only go down one path. <laughs> what path are you going to go down? It's deep, coach. <laughs> <laughs> Just... Like the lamest life advice ever. Can I just point out that Coach's much mustache looks
4: like those things in Tron, the, the recognizer <laughs> things? <laughs> <laughs> it kind of does
0: because it kind of curls back around a little bit at the It's bottom. like it, almost it's, a goatee but no, it stops yeah, it under his it, lip and doesn't no. quite finish no, the connection. It looks like for some reason he was like trimming up and he just, he just
1: somebody said his name when he was shaving the side <laughs> of his <laughs> and he just turned yeah. and just shaved the bottom yeah. chin part it's, off. It's, it's so
0: a, weird looking. What? Well, I, I, think, yeah, a I think he had the so slight hook too, like came Yeah, out. That, that's yeah, what I'm like saying. It, it, like it, it hooked just, in. There was this
4: little gap <laughs> missing where, like, a soul patch would be. Yeah. but yeah, that like part just, was gone. Or he just dipped his j- the very bottom of his chin <laughs> in nair accidentally. Yes, because that
1: happens a lot. <laughs> uh, well, he
4: was taking a nap trip and, and falling some nair. <laughs>
1: yeah, he was taking a shower and <laughs> he got sleepy. slipped and was reaching, <laughs> and, and, the and the nair fell.
4: And, and
3: yeah,
0: the nair I fell. Out, I fell down some nairs. Some nairs. Oh, my God.
3: Oh, you idiots. You imbeciles. <laughs> uh. <laughs> yeah, so that's honor and glory. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> All right. Second half. <laughs> Where were we anyway? I don't fucking know. Oh, Something about Jake his mustache. With, yeah, Jake was soul searching. Right. And getting advice from his terrible... His awesome coach. His yeah. terrible mustached coach. Right. <laughs> and then but, what I love is, like, he's basically flat out quit. Yeah. And then he does this. And then the next scene is him going to visit Slade and going, Yeah, I quit. And Slade's like, I thought we were clear yeah. God on damn that. damn right, you quit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Fuck out. Actually,
0: yeah. What, you fact, don't quit. We, in fact, what I the fuck are you, are you doing? <laughs> <yet? Yeah. laughs> why, why would you come back a week later <laughs> yeah. to tell me yes. that you quit when we you We established out. this
4: already. Yeah. You quit. <laughs> You're a quitter. Yeah. Get out of here. <laughs>
3: yeah get the fuck out of my office yeah oh yeah this japanese crazy guy replace you
4: (laughs) yeah and then as soon as he does that as soon as jake leaves he's like follow him see what he does it's like wait no your main bodyguard you can't have him go off and follow your old main bodyguard that's fucking dumb dude
3: i love what jake tells him when he leaves though because he's like he tells the other he tells the the new bodyguard he's like things are gonna go bad this guy's on fire and you're gonna get burned and then he's like He's like, don't care. Leave. And he goes, all right, have a bad day. Yes. <laughs> walks out. It was so good. Uh, yeah.
1: Yeah. You guys have a very bad day. Yeah.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to start saying that to oh, people. Oh, fuck. Yes, I am. People mm-hmm. in the office, like, giving me shit. He's like, all right. Every time right, I leave work, have a bad day. Just hang up the phone. <laughs> have a bad day. Click.
4: Yeah. Yeah. And a bunch of family drama happens. and
3: Oh, yeah. They're trying to reconcile the glory and the dad and
4: she wants none <laughs> the of glory it glory and the dad we're in the dad the sequel
3: <laughs> but no she wants none of it and no. you know and it's, then and then she just like gets up and leaves and yeah. and cynthia rothrock and the dad are like shrugging their shoulders, looking at each other like nope, nope. guess that didn't work i guess we're eating alone yeah but uh mickey in the meantime has videotaped the dad leaving with the trigger
2: mm-hmm.
3: and also videotaped all the bad guys and put together that oh my god this is not good, the dad's in on it, you yeah. know, not realizing that eventually the FBI's plan is just to keep basically taking all the money yeah. from Slade in these deals that go wrong.
4: But there's this dumbass convoluted thing that happens to where like Jake goes over to see Glory and he's like, I'm out, let's have lunch. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And they, they have, like, a weird chopstick peapod fight. Oh, that, yeah. And that goes badly. But then Mickey shows up at the house to give her the tape, but sees Jake is there and immediately gets all standoffish, like, oh, that's the bodyguard. I better not reveal that I have mm-hmm. this tape. But they also don't say anything, like, oh, it's okay now. He quit. Yeah you can it's okay you don't have to Be weirded out that Jake is here because he's on Our side now he's a good mm-hmm. guy that never Happens so what happened Mickey just ta- Puts the tape back in his pocket he's like I guess I'll just see you later yeah
3: and he leaves her a message and says, I, "I have something birthday. you need to see. Come over for dinner, right? You know." And
4: and he's just gleefully cooking dinner in his house. Oh, so God. Like oh, I'm gonna, she's gonna yeah. eat all this food, and I'm gonna get lucky, and this is gonna yeah. be great.
3: I'm gonna show her the tape that proves her dad is a bad
0: guy, and she'll love me forever. Yeah. Ultimate <laughs> <been> aphrodisiac. <laughs> yes, exactly. mm, yes, Well, she didn't like the dad, so maybe it would have been. Yeah, yeah maybe. maybe. Oh, <gasps> I always knew he's a bastard. Come here. <laughs> yes, gimme. <give> <laughs> <laughs>
4: Thanks for confirming. Yeah, but doorbell rings and he's like, oh, "She's here!" Oh, oh he's oh. actually like bounding. He's, yeah, oh, yeah, yep. <laughs> yeah. He's skipping through the house and, and taking it's... his apron off, putting a jacket on. Nope, nope. It's angry Japanese dude. Well, what you see? He opens the door and you just see foot again off screen. Just foot come into the screen and just <laughs> Mickey gets wrecked back into the, <laughs> <Yeah>. the entryway. <laughs> yep, and they just walk in like. So well, he goes, where's the
0: tape? Yeah, And
3: he's like, I don't know what tape you're talking about. And then he just looks at him. He goes,
0: tape. <laughs> <laughs> he, do, but he goes through a whole thing of like taking off sunglasses, cracking knuckles, and then looks at him and goes, tape. <laughs> tape.
4: And that's really all he, he says. And then he looks at the
3: other guy and goes, find it. Yeah. Tape. And then proceeds to beat the hell out of Mickey. Yes, he does. And picks him up one last time and he's just like, Tape. <laughs> You'll never find it. Oh, yeah. shit. You found it. Yeah, the other guy's
0: like, I got the tape. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, oh. oh well, that's about right. the time yeah. that Glory and Jake decide to roll up. They hear the car outside, so they take off through the back. Yeah. And, mm-hmm. and leave. And they just and come in. Like, yeah, oh, he comes yeah. in, He's like, oh, oh, oh. oh, no. Yeah, it was just her, actually. I'm yeah. yeah Jake she was coming over for, for, for dinner. Yeah. yeah. For dinner. Yeah. yeah. Like, so oh, she's like, oh, no. What no. happened to you? I'll call Sifu. He can come take care of you. Word. Yeah. And so
3: then conveniently, you know, so that they don't have to have any conflict with the dad. No. Slade has kidnapped the dad. Yes. Because yeah. he's watched the tape and seen, okay, he's the dude who has the trigger. And so he's got all his guys and they he's beating up on the dad and they're just tossing him around. They're like, here, you beat up on him for a while. And, <laughs> and no, he
0: falls into the like, other yeah, guy. Yeah, even man. better, he's stumbling into yeah. the next guy who yeah. just beats him up a little
4: yeah little Because yep. <laughs> I don't know if he's waiting for one guy to be like, No, it's okay. Yeah. Just stand up. Get, give me, get give your part. bearings. Yeah. Because <laughs> each guy he falls into is just like, oh really? Punch? <laughs> My yeah. <turn.
3: laughs> So yeah, they uh then they strap him to a chair and start pouring gasoline on him.
4: About 10 cents worth of yeah, gasoline. Yeah, but, you know, still. <laughs> they even sprinkle
1: even, fumes on him. Even like yeah. 10, 1993 cents worth of yeah, gasoline.
4: Yeah, just... Even 10 cents a day. It's like, <laughs> Yeah.
0: It's just, <laughs> Here's a couple drops of yeah. gasoline.
4: So they're going to set him on fire. But then, like, you know, everyone shows up.
3: somebody (laughs) starts talking shit yeah that's how the ending happens oh no no he hears uh somebody's talking shit and we thought there was going to be a butthorn moment well
4: yeah the camera goes up to the rafters and you hear just jake saying you know tough guy things yeah and that's (laughs) that's when we thought oh shit (laughs) tough guy thing. McBain is here (laughs) (laughs) yeah but they're like spread out and get him and kill him (laughs) Yeah, and that's what mm-hmm.
0: it, it basically becomes. It's like everyone sort of pairs off like yeah. Dragon goes and fights the crazy Japanese bodyguard guy. Mm-hmm. Um Jake takes on like every other henchman, like his former colleagues. Well Jake yep. fights
4: Andy Richter first.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Well no, he we does he fight him first? He yeah. he fights him twice. Though, he he starts with four guys. Oh that's right. Yeah, and and then the girls and um I guess right. that's it. Well, the, well girls, the, the, the girls and Dragon walk in together into, like, a little line.
4: Yeah, well, Dragon and the crazy uh, yes, Japanese they guy, they actually, they're like, we will go fight over here. Yeah, because we, <laughs> we know each other. We
0: have histories or something, so we'll go and fight over go here. And they go walk off to another part of the warehouse. Yeah, and Honor and Glory decide to take on Slade. Yes, they do. Or actually, he, he requests to take on them, he, I guess. Oh, yeah, he's like, I'll I, handle I the got girls. The, <laughs> I got the lady. I'll yeah. take care of these ladies. Yeah, so everybody kind of pairs off, and, uh-huh. you know, they're... Sort of kicking, his, they're more like kicking him around than kicking his ass. They're just kind of kicking him back and forth. Yeah, you know, it's, it's not spectacular, it's just kind of like uh, bouncy, bouncy. And he's like, damn it, this is annoying. Yeah,
4: well, he's just too badass to be affected by their yeah. punches and kicks, but I mean, they're all just doing weird spinny
0: flips off each other. And like Jake's the only one that's just like outright kicking people's asses, like he has no problem going through the other bodyguards. Mm-hmm. The um, yeah. dragon's like having some trouble with tape. Sure. Yeah, you know, but like, yeah. Yeah, because they're, they're like equally throwing each other through things. Yeah. But I, I don't know. Like, the, the the girls are kind of taking on Slade. They're just kind of occupying him until, like, everyone else is dispatched right. and then everyone joins in on the Slade fight.
4: But Rothrock does that one cool thing where her back is to Slade and oh, yeah. kicks her foot all the way back yeah, like and hits him on the top crane, of the head. Reverse crane mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's, it's like, ah. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, it, it takes... It, they Everyone else has to finish their business to join in on the Slade fight.
3: Well, but yeah, the Slade fight. But how they do has... <laughs> like, the Slade fight just has the best thing when he... they Somebody th- swings a chain at him and he grabs it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. And then he just looks at him for a second, gets angry, and his head, face gets red, and then he just fucking snaps the chain into two pieces.
4: Well, he's like, roid raging, uh, screaming with the chain in his hand. You just think like, okay, he's gonna wreck shit with the chain, but he just keeps going and going and just breaks the chain in half, and it's just like, ah! Yeah, and, and
3: then, then he just he starts, starts sw-
4: swinging him around, like, God,
3: it looks come cool at me when he's doing that. Oh, yeah.
4: yeah. He's wrapping him around his wrists and like, punching him as they're coming at him. And yeah. Yeah, so, I mean, they, <laughs> they come up with this pretty good strategy of... <laughs> Throw a net around him and tie up his arms yeah. while Dragon holds on to his legs and and Jake is just beating the hell out of him. Yeah. <laughs> so it's, it's this is weird. It looks weird when it starts. It looks comical because yeah. they they throw this net on him like what? what? <laughs> and they tie him up and then
0: it doesn't. It's not even like <clears throat> a proper like capture your prey to it. it looks like a tennis net
4: yeah well this yeah. this warehouse they're in is filled with like arcade games a and boat. pinball machines and a corvette and it's just like it's like a fun house of just some dude's stuff who i guess was like put my warehouse in it the movie probably
0: slade's stuff i guess maybe I'm, we're, we're led to believe i can't I imagine
4: that guy playing pinball <laughs> he would just be like <laughs> <"Argh!"> smash <laughs> bump the table and just flip it over yeah. tilt i'll tilt you <laughs> i'll throw you off the 17th yeah. floor of my, my but <laughs> my empire so yeah
3: but they they get him with the net they one dude's holding his legs while the other ones are beating up on him and then all of a sudden the fbi shows up and open open up the garage and they're just swarming with cops yeah
4: not only the fbi but the her film crew is there yeah. also immediately like who the hell let everybody know yeah i don't know but yeah. like th- she they talk to the dad. The dad's like, you can't let anybody know that the agency was involved. So they kind of sneak him out and then um, Glory immediately does like a stand-up news piece where it's just like, well, Slade was captured and the unknown agency involved is gone, but that's the news. Like, mm-hmm. this is like five seconds <laughs> after she was involved in the fight. She just yeah. picks up the mic. It's just like...
0: <laughs> Doesn't she
1: like brush herself off or
0: something? And, and, like or half a second. Just like... Well, so was, was rough, gets the blood off yeah, her her
1: like,
4: face. Yeah, it's like, oh, that's you're bleeding. It. Let
0: me get the blood off your yeah, face. Don't mind the black eye you yeah. probably have, but yeah, just yeah. go on.
4: And then, like, as soon as she finishes reporting, <laughs> the credits roll. Yep. Mm-hmm. It's I'm like done with this.
3: Yeah. Well, it's it's '90s credits roll where.
4: Yeah, but unfortunately, all the vehicles shot are outside. Well, everything, yeah, well, yeah, they just, everyone kind of walks yeah. off screen. Yeah, the end. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> kind of a weird ending. Yeah, it's
3: it's unsatisfying in that the main guy who's just been such an asshole throughout the
1: movie,
4: ah. a, a,
3: a wonderful asshole. Yes, but still, like. He's the bad guy. Something bad should happen to him. He just kind of, they throw a net on him, and that's the end of it.
1: The worst thing that can happen to him is for him not to win and to be made to give up. The great thing
0: is, is like the entire time they're taking him away, he is just yelling. Oh, yeah. I will not give up. (laughs) I will not. (laughs) I would have gotten away with it if it weren't for you meddling kids. The entire time they're
4: hauling him out, he's just yelling. Maybe they had plans to do another one. I mean, there are a whole bunch of sequels in her all of her action movies had like one sequel, so maybe they had plans to do mm. another one of these. I don't know, but yeah, it's a it's a weird, awkward ending. Yeah, still it's still good. So,
3: <laughs> rating time.
0: Mm-hmm. Rating time. No yep. Stargrove, though. I do love the music. It's it's just really terrible, whimsical music through most yeah. of it. Yeah,
1: and it tries very hard from like cut to cut to tell you what what is happening, what yeah. the tone is.
4: Yeah, mm-hmm. when when Jake quits. And there's that scene of him walking to the gym where it's mm-hmm. just playing like this bluesy down on my luck. <laughs> yeah. It's like, dude, you just quit two seconds ago. You were not down and out. But it's playing. The no, just, but he's they sad. Been,
3: they should have had the Hulk walk. He's reevaluating
4: <laughs> music. <laughs> he's reevaluating everything he knew. I know. Yeah. And and that that's the moment where he actually completes his face turn because he picks up a can that was on the ground and then a few p- paces later throws it in the trash. It's like, oh, he's a good guy now. Hey, uh-huh. Jake
0: cares. <laughs> so yeah. no stargrove, but no.
4: Uh, Ratings.
0: I can rate it. Go, Go for it. I love this movie. It's not quite a 5 jocks, but it's a 4 jocks for me. Um it has a little bit of a satis- unsatisfying ending to the bad guy. Yes, but and it's wonderfully ineptly made. Mm-hmm. Um in all the, but all in all the right ways. I mean that bad guy is awesome. He doesn't get his comeuppance, but I don't care. I'm kind of glad that he didn't. So that maybe if they were to make a... If they had made a sequel, there would be more of him. And he could just break out of jail with his roid strength.
4: He could bend the bars and just
0: squeeze and right I, out. And I love how awkward everybody's dialogue is. And, oh, I, I, I just... We are underselling how awkward all the dialogue is in this movie. I, I love this movie. This is the, exactly the kind of movie I was hoping this was going to be. So, yes, four jocks. Not quite a five, but damn close.
4: I, I'm not even going to shy away from it. I can give this five jocks. And... I I was just giggling throughout this entire movie because it was exactly what I wanted it to be like, Mm -hmm. like just surprise fights coming out of nowhere. And like everyone in it is a terrible actor, but they're all terrible in a different way. So like you can have a scene between two people and they're both horrible non-actors, but they're both distinctly terrible. Like that guy has never spoken on camera before. This guy thinks he's a good actor, but he's not. And watch that magic happen. Mm -hmm. I think it's competently shot. I think it's directed well. Sure. You look at something like... Um,
0: a lot of things we watched. Yeah,
4: and it's just like... that. They don't even know where to put the camera. But for... I, I think it's shot well. I think the, the direction of the acting is terrible. Mm-hmm. But I don't think that was their priority. They were just like, mm-hmm. get the lines out and then do your fight. Yeah. So, yeah. The dialogue is terrible. The performances are terrible. The the, the, the fights are fantastic. And there's a lot of them. And half of them come out of nowhere. Mm-hmm. And I love that. So, I, I I love this movie. It's great. I want to watch all her movies now, even though she was barely in this. Cynthia.
3: <laughs> yeah, as far as Cynthia Rothrock goes, Undefeatable is a better.
4: Okay. For her.
1: Mm-hmm. She also gets like a million times more screen time.
3: Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, and she gets to beat the hell out of so many dudes. Whereas she just doesn't have that many fights in this. But, I mean, you just think about like the stuff she's doing with the staff Yeah. at the end of the movie mm-hmm. like she's doing that shit all the time oh. and undefeatable okay so you know much better okay but yeah i i think i agree with four jocks i'm not as high on it as uh as you are only because it's so disjointed as far as okay now this person's out of the movie for 20 minutes you know and mm-hmm. oh
0: now they're back but, I but they just but should I think crammed so many plots into one movie like i mean it's cool that you had all these different people that could fight but they were trying to go for a lot. I mean, there's. A that's lot why it felt of-
4: like other movies all spliced yes. together because okay. there's, they're, like the the nuclear trigger plot is so inconsequential to everything else that's happening. Yeah. So yeah. whenever that shit comes up, it's like, what is that? Why Why is this coming into the movie? Mm-hmm. So yeah. yeah.
3: But that Slade is, he's right up there with Dagda as far as like elevating <laughs> a movie. <laughs> like, oh seriously. yeah, absolutely. Like he is a character that you take that out of this movie and it's like two jocks at most yes but yeah i agree with that. having him in there just freaking jacks it right up so yeah, <laughs> yeah four
1: okay
3: it's a lot of fun
1: well i don't want to bring you guys down um so i'm not it's a four jocks movie <laughs> yeah <laughs> oh
4: you yeah,
1: <laughs> Duh. yeah that guy. no this was i, I mean solidly entertaining 99.9 percent of the time mm-hmm. um it it didn't have that special something that makes it a five jocks movie. It was lacking... Well, it didn't have enough of that special something. And that special something is Cynthia fucking Rothrock. So, more Cynthia Rothrock would have made this a five jocks. Yeah. and But it's a four.
3: And thinking too, like, think about how the dude went out in Undefeatable. Yeah. Like, just got fucking Wrecked. annihilated in yeah. so many painful ways. And in this one, it's just like... Yeah, we threw a net on him and kicked him a couple times. Yeah, then There's no
0: five jocks moment for me. There's nothing where it's just like, holy shit, that explosion or that moment or that guy yeah. getting hit with a sandbag. Or <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
4: I will say it was disappointing when they were in the warehouse at the end when he was like, go kill him. And then they whip out their guns and he says, don't shoot in here. Everything will explode. Yeah. And I was like, oh, shit, this warehouse is going to fucking go up. And nothing nope. ever got shot or blew up. So. Nope. Let's go. Let's take a break, shall we? Please. Okay.
0: All right. Welcome back. Hey. Hey. Second half. We're gonna talk half. about movies. Ooh, movies on this podcast. I like oh, movies. That's weird. So Mackie and I went and saw the new movie. Um <laughs> the new yes. The new, movie. the new movie. The only one. Uh we went and saw Gravity, but Gravity. specifically we went and saw it in IMAX 3D because in a real
3: ass IMAX.
0: Yeah. Ooh, Not the, the big
3: Limax. Of-
0: oh <laughs> man. Oh, yeah. Nope. <laughs> yeah, take that, people that have Limaxes. Yeah. Oh. But no, I mean, reviews were coming in and they were saying, look, if you're going to see this movie, see it as big as you can and see it in 3D. Even though technically not filmed in 3D, uh-huh. but it's so effects heavy, yeah, it really kind of doesn't matter. Yeah. So
3: That movie is pretty phenomenal. It's a very simple story, but it's all in how they tell it. And Quaron, I'm a fan of him already. And it's been a bummer that it's taken him this long since Children of Men to make another movie. But this is pretty much worth the wait and it's one of the best looking movies I've ever seen pretty much. And and I don't know how much of that is the giant four story IMAX screen in 3d talking and how much of that is just how good everything looks in that movie. But it looks absolutely phenomenal. Hmm. And he's also one of those guys. And it was the same way with children of men where you watch certain scenes and you go, how did they do that?
0: Because mm-hmm.
3: normally, you know, it's CG is always the answer. And I'm sure much of it in this movie was. CG is the answer, but it's still, how the fuck do you do that? And that's kind of a fun feeling to have in a movie again.
0: Yeah. But I mean, it's it's an edge of your seat movie. And I mean that in the truest sense. Like, I mean, there was literally points where oh. I was forgetting to breathe or blink or, blink or both. Yeah that movie is intense yeah uh and and in all the good ways i mean the good way you want a thriller to be or a suspense movie whatever you want to call it and uh, effects wise it's just it's got to be it's got to be some of the best effects i've ever seen in a movie there there's one scene in particular i won't really go into that is just unbelievably spectacular i've just never seen that much detail of something happening in a movie that's all computer generated ever i mm-hmm. just can't even imagine the server farms they had cranking out this i
3: actually read an article that said if they were doing it on a single core processor it would have they would have had to start the rendering in 5000 bc for it to be done in time to (laughs) make the movie. Yeah. No, like that, that was their estimate that they would have to
0: have started that computer running in 5,000 BC. Yeah. I mean, in order to generate particles (laughs) and pieces and things and and just what's going on on the screen in one time. And it's just, it's insane. Wow. Yeah. Um, And, um, I am not a fan of Sandra Bullock at all, but she does a fantastic job in this movie. Yeah. I've never had much of an opinion one way or the other about her. I I've, how can you not like Sandy Bullock? No, no, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. The like, I never beautiful, graceful, <laughs>
1: lovely, talented Sandy Bullock. Doesn't do You'll be me. smirching her.
0: I'm not. I'm just saying. Like, I've, I've never disliked her, but I never like thought she was overly fantastic in anything. She, Come she's on, the she, net. She, she's now, never ruined
1: a movie for me. Now there is a line. That's fair. This side of the table. I, I just really don't think she's good. ever really.
0: Well, what? Okay. What has she ever done that's like challenged her before in this movie? Like like actually like shown a large range of action not a lot or you know like of acting you know it's just everything just she, is effortless for her no 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 now you're trolling <laughs> yeah, you are seriously <laughs> but no but I mean she
3: is in every scene of the movie yeah they are obviously scientists have pointed out inaccuracies in the movie but they are so dedicated Scientist. to what they do in the movie that y- you buy it immediately. And there's reasons. And if, and when shit goes wrong, it goes way, way, way wrong. Cause they, they pretty much make you realize that, yeah, space is fucked. Like, <laughs> y- getting to space is hard as hell. And like, maybe one or two things can go wrong mm-hmm. and you'll get back. But any more than that, and you're not getting back to Earth ever, <laughs> like, you're screwed. And that's kind of the scenario that they present here is. A lot of things go wrong, and they go wrong very quickly.
0: Yeah, this is basically to space what the abyss was to underwater. It's like you, no, you shouldn't fucking be there. Like, it wants to kill you. Yeah. Well, yeah, but yeah. the, the,
3: there is a text, a text on screen at the beginning says you know like the temperature, uh, the temperature around Earth fluctuates between you know minus three hundred fifty two and plus one forty eight degrees Celsius, something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, the vacuum. There is no oxygen. No breathable atmosphere sound yeah without it without a suit without a suit uh man can't survive and it basically it just says at the end it just says it is impossible to live in space and then the movie starts (laughs) oh well all
4: right then (laughs) yeah and the
3: movie starts with about a 15 minute continuous shot Oh wow like working from a shuttle and doing spacewalk and all that stuff and Mm
1: -hmm. yeah do they do they do any shots where it's like Outside of space or outside of like a space suit, not like first person type shots or inside the space shuttle where they just arbitrarily make some noise. Like no. an explosion. No. Or all all no. of the
0: sounds that were added were in the trailer of explosions and things like that were added for the trailer because they thought people wouldn't go see a movie where space was real. No. The sounds you
3: hear are like the muffled sounds of the suit hitting things. Yeah. Very like, good. Like, like if they're, if
0: they're using... Uh, like there's, they're using like air wrench type things, and the only sound you hear it would be the vibration coming up the suit into the suit. Sweet. Not that it's like, <laughs> yeah. Right. And the and the voices, you know, the voices,
3: the dialogue that you hear sounds like it's through radio microphones. Cool. Yeah. Cool. I mean, they, I like they are they are incredibly committed to making it as scientifically accurate as possible. There's just you know the location of things is different, but they're are a billion and one things that are in that movie that are scientifically accurate and don't hinder the plot because of it, but it's just executed. It's one of those cases where, you know, you've got a director who knows exactly what he's doing and how he wants to do it. You've mm. got a cinematographer that is a badass as well. I mean, uh, the, I forget his name now, but he's the same guy who shot like tree of life and he's worked with Terrence Malick and he's worked with Coron on his other movies. And he's just, he's, an amazing DP in his own right. And it's one of those cases where the effects artists and he were on the exact same page, Hmm. which is why you get shitty effects so often is because they're not, Yeah, you know, they're just not on the same page and not understanding the lighting and all that. But here it's like, they all knew we have to get this right or this movie doesn't work and they all get it right. And the actors in the movie just buy in completely to what, you know, to everything that they're asked to do.
0: I guarantee this will be the movie that six months, year from now, whenever it comes out on home video, will be the movie. Where be like people are like that sucked, and because sure, this is like this is kind of the literal reason to go to the theater, and especially like the biggest theater you can find. And if yeah. you if you can't do 3D, don't do 3D. But I think it really added to it. I mean, it really immersed you in the like. Okay, I'm in space. Mm-hmm. I am, I'm yeah. I'm in space with these people, and I'm you know I'm suddenly I am. Sandra Bullock and, like, you know, plighting for... I mean, you immediately become, like, you know, I'm engrossed in, like, you know, her survival. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, yeah and it's it's, it's going to be the kind of movie that, like, I will watch it again in, in home format, but I will be reminding myself of the original experience I had, and I don't feel yeah. like it'll be diminished. But, and yeah, the people watching it... I get the feeling 30, he filmed TV. it
3: for IMAX yeah. because there is stuff... The way he uses the frame is unafraid of having something be microscopic in a corner Mm -hmm. that is a significant thing Mm. and making you, and you know, being in an IMAX, it's, it's interesting to have to turn your head to notice things on one end or the other. Right. And I think that was the goal he had in mind because I think he uses the frame. I mean, I, I honestly cannot think of any movie that uses the frame to convey scale as well as this movie does since like Lawrence of Arabia, Mm. which that is how good and, that says how good it looks and how well he they've framed things in this movie and given a sense of scale cuz like it just doesn't happen very often i mean lord of the rings kind of did at some points but it's not like this you know lord of the rings was more okay there's a whole shit ton of stuff going on right now whereas this one there's so much emptiness mm-hmm. that he has to he had to film it that way to give you a sense of Scale and distance and everything else because there's so little to play off of unless it's, you know, the earth in the background. Right. So. Yep. But yeah, it's it's really it's a easily a five star movie. And it's short, too. You know, like I I said about Dread, I was like, know what you're going to do. Get it done and and wrap it up. Mm -hmm. The movie does exactly that.
0: Cool. Yep. Great movie.
3: Yeah. I liked it quite a bit.
0: Yep. So I watched a couple other movies that have been, I think, been talked about by various people on this podcast, but I want to throw in my two cents. Uh, first one I watched after Gravity, or actually I may have watched it before, It was I watched World War Z. Finally uh, got around to watching that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, maybe it's because I had low expectations because the trailers made the CG look like such ass, that I and the fact that it was kind of like, oh, here's an interesting book, let's just throw that away and use the name because people have heard of it. So I just I really had like no expectation going into this movie as to what what I was going to get, and I really liked this movie. I think because I've had such lowered expectations, mm-hmm. um, it's fun because it it actually kind of does keep the spirit of the book only with one character because he just goes on the little mini adventures. It's like I'm over here now and there's this goal <laughs> and we got to do it and then get out. And in the book, that would have been a whole different character, you know probably ending poorly for them, as most of the time it did in the book. Mm-hmm. But, you know, it, it kept that spirit of the book alive with the single character and the single purpose. Mm-hmm. Um, so I actually ended up really liking it. The the CG didn't factor in as much as I thought it was. I thought, I thought the movie was going to be a lot more reliant on the CG. There's still a lot of it there. But it's... Most of it's in the trailer. Yeah, most really. of it's most of the big CG stuff is in the trailer, which is probably not a good thing because, like I said, that turned me off. I was like, that mountain of zombies thing yeah. looks stupid. It looks it looks almost worse than the Matrix Two Burly Man fight. <laughs> you know, and it's how many years later? Yeah, and yeah, but I mean, like once they get down and they scale it down, and and you've actually got people in zombie outfits, it's so much better. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, I mean, like, once they're in zombie makeup and it's no longer CG zombies, the, the tension in the movie is really good. I, I enjoyed pretty much the entire movie. I mean, I know you were talking about certain parts you didn't really care for, I think, I think when you saw it. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I pretty much well, bought in and enjoyed the entire movie.
3: My thing is, it was one of those weird cases where I think I enjoyed every part of that movie. Um, but for some reason, the sum of the parts, when you combine them all together, wasn't as good as the whole yeah. And I agree with be, that. because there's just no I mean other than Brad Pitt, there's no through line through it and there's not that much there either with him because it does feel like a series of chapters. Yeah. But you're missing chapters between those chapters. Sure. To kind of connect everything and make it work.
0: Yeah, I mean I I wish at a certain point like when he was separated from his family, like one or two shots going look his family's there, he wants to get back to them would have been enough. I didn't care about them when they were safe on the ship, or mm. even mostly safe in the camp, or you know what I mean. Yeah, it's that like, should have been yeah. the end of. Yeah, their I mean, story. it was just because... like, look, they're there; they're probably safe, yeah. as safe as anyone can be with this shit going well, on. They need Brad to call Pitt it the
3: worst possible time. Brad
0: Pitt is like, the, yeah,
4: that, you know, that's yeah, that's a bad bit of storytelling there. Yeah. Where yeah.
0: just I'm just going to randomly call him. I hope it's okay. Yeah. Mm. Well, <laughs> there. I mean there there are dumb things and and dumb leaps of logic and things like that. But I as a As a whole, I I enjoyed this movie. I thought I thought the tension worked on a lot of levels. I I I can feel where there's parts of the movie that are broken. You know, like like Mm -hmm. the the reshoots and things like that. I mean, you can almost feel where you can almost feel when they happen. I mean, some of the some of the side characters, and I mean, especially the um, the Israeli soldier girl. I thought she Mm -hmm. was she was excellent. And
3: yeah, yeah, I. I, I didn't dislike the movie at all. I, I like quite a bit of it. I just, I think the ending is far too tidy. Sure.
0: Yeah. I'll, I'll give you and that.
3: And I'm really curious to see the ending, the original one before they reshot it entirely.
0: Yeah. When I read that, I was like, fuck yeah, I would love that. <laughs> no, I, I haven't read anything about it, but like I said, I think it's just because I had such lowered expectations. I watched that movie and I th- I thought it was fun. I mean, not, not mind blowing, but I mean, good tension action kind of movie. I, yeah. I and I actually
3: it. didn't mind it not being R. I mean, it would have been better as a PG 13, but I think they pushed things far enough. I, I think it was pretty violent for a PG 13. Yeah. Yeah. I
4: mean, it. Yeah.
0: I mean, it didn't really need to be bloody to convey the violence that was going yeah. on. So. so, I don't know. Better than I thought, but I also had super low expectations. Uh, and the other movie I watched, um, which I believe Chuck talked about, and in my opinion, vastly undersold, was Olympus Has Fallen. I don't think I
4: undersold it. I, think I just <laughs> think no one was interested in hearing me talk about it. <laughs> okay. Well, I,
0: maybe we were going long then. I, I don't know. Whatever. I'm always but going um, I loved this movie. Damn right. Loved this movie. This was everything I could have possibly wanted in a diehardish kind of movie. In fact, it should have been Die Hard Five. Yep. If if you had Bruce Willis from Die Hard with a Vengeance era, where he gave a shit about movies this would have been a great final chapter for John McClane because the movie is even written such that it would not take very much to put John McClane in that movie. Yep. Mm-hmm. Almost to the point I was like, there's got to be trivia here that this was supposed to be a Die Hard movie because the intro is feels sort of tacked on and weird where it's like we have to have a reason why these people know each other and for him to not really be there but show up later when the shit goes down. Mm-hmm. And it's so, it's so John McClane. Like John McClane could have been in D.C., taking a tour of the White House, and White House is attacking. He's like, I got this because I'm John McClane. And the whole, like, from the second, the shit, like, almost forget the first 20 minutes of the movie. It's not bad. It's just, like, this will have nothing to do with the rest of the movie other than, like, setting up a little bit of character arc. Right. And then, like, from the shit, the time shit goes downhill to the end of the movie is just amazing. Great one-liners, a hard, hard R. (laughs) <laughs> loved it like I mean just like the lines of the even even giving Gerard Butler these lines worked yeah they're that good yeah and I can't even imagine someone that maybe could have sold them a little bit better because I mean mm-hmm. he sells them fine I'm just saying someone probably could have sold it better than him
3: yeah
0: I, I mean I almost just want to say some of the lines but I'm not going to because they're that good and you need to experience them when he says them in the moment do, do you agree that the way that the
4: initial attack escalates is just fucking insane? Insane. <laughs> in fucking insane. I mean like in a it, good way, right? Oh yeah, but it doesn't stop. No. They have like 17 backup plans. Yeah. And they roll them all out and it's just yeah. like holy God, this is insane. I mean, it's dumb, I, I, but it's great dumb. I mean, it is just hell yeah. Just like if you're going to attack the White
0: House, do that. Yeah, it's <laughs> it's it's kind of weird because like I was like, I guess enough time has passed since 9-11 that people just don't give a fuck anymore about any kind of parallels that people could possibly make about oh, a no. terrorist attack. No. Because <laughs> this is mass, mass fucking carnage when these guys roll in. <laughs> yeah. It's not just the White House. Like, I mean, it's insane. Yeah. Yeah. And it's Olympus. Yeah. <laughs> it's, and awesome. I, I just, I cannot recommend this movie highly enough. And God, what a crazy supporting cast, just an insane supporting cast. Yeah.
4: Just, yeah. To number, get that kind of cast for this kind of movie is, is like when people keep showing up, you're like,
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, <laughs> How? roll down. I mean, like, I mean, main stars are, um, Gerard Butler, mm-hmm. uh, Aaron Eckhart, mm-hmm. uh, Morgan Freeman, uh, Angelo Bassett, mm-hmm. Dylan McDermott, mm-hmm. um, I just forgot the guy's name, who's the bad guy and die another day. Rick Eun. Rick Eun. Yep. Um you've got Cole Hauser's in it for a little bit. Yeah, not what? long
4: enough either. Yeah. What? Um
0: Ashley Judd. hmm What? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. You yep. see this movie. Yeah. And, you, I, and other not. people. Like I, I oh uh, Robert Forster. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. What? Yeah. Yeah. It's it's fucking in, it's insane how many people keep showing up to this movie. Yep. And it's bizarre because like I love the movie Trading Day. Love the movie Training Day. And this is, I think, the only other movie that I've seen that Antoine Fuqua, or however you say his name, <laughs> Fuqua you nailed it. Fuqua. Yeah. I like Fuqua. Okay. Um, <laughs> this is like the only other movie I've seen of his that's good. I, I don't understand it. It's like how he can make two amazingly awesome movies... And like, I mean, King Arthur was shit <laughs> Like, and Tears of the Sun was fucking shit. Hey, sometimes
4: you get saddled with <laughs> shitty movies. And, and sometimes I didn't, I, just like, I, I didn't see
0: Shooter, well, to be fair. I didn't Tears see of the Sun was
3: actually one that they were going to make into a Die Hard movie way back when. Yeah. Like that yeah. was originally the plan was Ugh. that was going to be a yeah. Die Hard movie. So
0: speaking of which, like I was thinking about it, like the more I thought about it, I was like, you know, I, I don't I don't think he's ever ruined a movie for me. But I'm kind of glad like Clive Owen isn't in movies anymore. I never kind of really liked him. What? I know he's in Children and Men. Yes. I know he's been in good movies. But I've never kind of liked him. Like He's entered a direct T V phase. I'm just saying like he Or direct video. Direct TV. I think the right way to say it like D T V He got cast into too many movies that he was not right for at all. Like King King Arthur wasn't exactly the point of that where it's like i i not lot. What boy? Yeah, <laughs> Oi, <Oy, laughs> yeah. yeah,
4: I'll fuck you up. Yeah, yeah was, But look, he had that that inside man. Children of men. Shoot him up. I know. Run where it was just like fuck. Yes, this guy. I and know. then it yeah. just went bad.
0: Well, he was he in the st-
3: weakest part of Sim City or Sin City. Yeah, that, that I think his, his well section Gosford Park. Was the that's weakest.
0: where he really. That's that's a great movie. Mm-hmm. But but anyway, yeah. I, I I'm not saying. I'm just saying like I think he got too big. He was better in certain roles mm-hmm. and the he they gave him too many. And I guess now he's paying for it.
4: Yes. Hmm. And he wasn't in Olympus's is falling. <laughs> No, he was not. I, no, the,
0: my, my train of thought there was I was no, looking I back at that guy's filmography and I was like, God, that King Arthur movie was shit. Yeah.
4: Well, to be honest, when I started this movie, I was sick of Gerard Butler. I was just like, oh, "This yeah, yeah. fuck this guy. It's just he's got one movie and everything else he's just this doughy looking just blah guy. I don't care to look at him." <laughs> and like he yep. won me over as this movie went on. I was like, "Okay, fine. Yes. Oh, I'm on board. Let's do this." So, but every time I see him, I'm just like, "Why are you a star? How when is your 300 train going to run out because it's just there's nothing to you." <laughs> there is nothing to. Use. I just, you know, nothing I just don't dough. get There's it. No points. <laughs> it's like the Ryan Reynolds thing, you know. It's like he's he's inoffensive, but at some point people have to realize no one cares about anything you're in. He's good yeah. at when you need
0: jerky. I know, jerky but guys. I'm just saying, like nothing he's in makes Chuck money. Chuck is
1: good for when you need a smarmy jerky
4: guy. Yeah, yeah, I'm great at it.
0: But Ryan Reynolds is prettier.
4: That's no way. No, he is. He yeah, is. He's a pretty man. He super he's super pretty. No, he's dreamy.
0: I'm not, yeah, he's dreamy. I'm yeah. Not, I'm he's not no Ryan Gosling. No, well, no. <laughs> Who is? Ryan yeah. Reynolds is no Seriously. Ryan Gosling. Yeah. Come, Come on. Let's not talk Ryans. Let's t-
3: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, emails. Yeah, emails. Okay. The <laughs> <laughs> First one up is from Josh. Hi, Josh. Corpus hey Christy Oh, yeah. Your friend of mine. He does not sing this one, oh, okay. well. but it is addressed specifically to a member of the show. Mm-hmm. It says, Dear Evil Medieval. What are the sorcery laws in regards to the practice of combining stunts and rocking? Also, on a scale of 1 to 10, how much bullshit would you rank those Harry Potter things as having? (laughs) And did they break any sorcery laws so we could take them to sorcery court and I never have to see that little bastard's face everywhere again? Wow.
1: Somebody's not like
0: the Harry Potter. Well. Mm. Dress one first. Yeah. Stunt
1: and rocking. Stunts and rocking. Well, in the... In the laws of sorcery, we are a non-discriminatory society, sure. and mm-hmm. stunts can rock, and rocking can be stunty. <laughs> Stunt and rock can live together. Mm-hmm.
3: I thought they were preferred to be together.
1: Yeah. Again, we try to not we try not to be discriminatory. We okay. also try not to be. You know, we try not to
0: to to show too much favoritism. Sure. Okay. Like, like I mean, like you It's can, you, you, that you can make drinking legal. You're not going to say, "Hey, everyone, here's a drink."
1: Well, we're, it's just it's it's a, it's a gonna, viable option. We're not going to say it, but we sure. are going to set a couple other things up so that you know that yes. can happen a little bit more often. <laughs> but we try to be inclusive. You don't have to. You can you can just rock and rock. You can stunt <laughs> and stunt. You can stunt and rock. We're we're all for equality
2: all right. in
1: the sorcery community. Um, as far as Harry Potter. Um, If you will notice, Harry Potter is a wizard. Uh uh And that falls under wizarding laws. I know a little bit about it. um, As you know, in sorcery law school, we do study a little bit of wizarding law so that we're familiar. um, (laughs) What is the basic difference? difference So it's kind of like real
3: estate law. Sorcery law joke. So it's kind of like real estate law and tax law.
4: Yeah, yeah. You have a knowledge of them, right? We have kind of a family, but a, not a but right. not I have a general knowledge. But it's, in, in it's a, not a, really in in my a specialty.
0: Nutshell, what is the difference between wizard wizardry and sorcery?
1: Uh it it's really difficult to dis- explain. You oh, know, okay. I spent a lot of money to go to school for it. Oh, sure. So, sure.
4: well, wizardry is more whimsical.
1: Was, oh, okay.
4: Sorcery can be no- more nefarious. Wi-
1: wizardry, there's a lot of wanding and a lot of you know pointy hats in school. Uh, sure, uh, sure, sorcery sure. is more organic and mm, like more dark on
0: arcane potions. Kind of things. They're well, there's potions in both, you know. But sure. y- more forces of nature and less, you know, atu verata Nikto. type right. Less yeah. Alakazam. Yeah. Poof.
1: Right. Yeah, <laughs> less less wand waggling and more sure. you know, more gritty. Sure. Yeah. Soulful sorcerizing. Yeah.
0: Okay, fair enough.
1: So right. that's your uh, right. Sorcery Law minute with thanks, <laughs> Dr. Evil Medieval Esquire. Mm-hmm. Now he's a doctor, man. Dr. Evil keeps, K Medieval Esquire. Guy keeps
3: upgrading himself. <laughs> guy just
0: keeps going back to
1: school. Yeah, well, yeah. I just got my doctorate in Sorcery yeah, Law. So Dr. I'm
0: Evil Medieval Esquire PhD. Did you go to the University of the Order of Phoenix online?
1: <laughs> uh, Wizarding. All right. No. Wow. Next email's from
3: Alex. <laughs> but good joke. Cool. Thanks. I was trying to move past that. No. <laughs> anyway, this one's from Alan, it's just Hi called Alan. Miscellany. It oh. says, Mackie, your kid's stones, Nickelodeon thing in the 80s was probably something that either was called or featured a semi-tagline called The Third Eye, US repackaging possibly. I vaguely remember it in much the same way you do, except some of those stones gave some of those kids the ability to shoot vague lasers from their hands at still vaguer human alien monster people skulking ambly, ambly about their suburban neighborhood. Huh. As for The Pit, yes, that listener synopsis is pretty much it. Social Outcast Kid, Teddy Bear, and Unexplained Pit of Monsters. Also, the least explicable gratuitous nudity you'll ever want to see, though not necessarily quality nudity. Huh. And then he interrupts the he interrupts <laughs> the email and says, Oh, you just Googled Children of the Stones, Mackie. Checkmate. And at four something in the morning, too. Man, you're both omnipresent and on top of your game. Well met, sir. It wasn't really at four in the morning, but if you're listening at four in the morning, It's zone. always
4: 4 a.m. somewhere. Dear God. Anyway. It's
3: 4 a.m. So moving on, he says, finally, if BJ is motivated to up and watch a non-podcast movie, attention must be paid. Considering how much he and the rest of you, primarily Chuck, I believe, enjoyed the meta-greatness of Cabin in the Woods, Hmm. I suggest, not in a podcast sense, though, a movie called Behind the Mask, The Rise of Leslie Vernon. While it's no indie kick-ass, what is, really? You might be inclined to say it's sort of an indie Cabin in the Woods. While it won't break horror movies for you, it's worth a look as a quality under-the-radar horror flick, perhaps as a sanity buffer in Chuck's 30 movies in 30 days for his own private October month thing he does.
4: My own private.
3: <laughs> yeah. it's take, take
0: one day off. It's, I will. Yeah. Do that. I will.
3: Uh, he says, speaking of Chuck, and re-listening to other older other podcasts about how a game can't be a 10 because it can't be perfect, Charles mentions that his all-time favorite movie has a 10-minute stretch where nothing at all happens. Might have missed it in past revelations, but what is that movie? My guess is Alien, which is my favorite movie of all time. You have taste, sir. Uh, But I realize something like 2001 could also fit that bill. Anyway, please end the cutter tendency-inducing tension. (laughs) Thanks for what you do, you beautiful, beautiful men. Working workouts would be so much less bearable had you guys decided to do an accounting podcast instead of this. (laughs) Crash and burn. Out. Alan. He says, P.S., Yes, be all in on only the strong, pre-Iron Chef, Iron Chef guy, a gigantic Hispanic <laughs> villain who feels the need to explain Spanish words to his Spanish-speaking comrades, and hero music versus evil music dictating the outcome of fight scenes. <laughs> you guys really are overdue for this one.
4: Pre-Iron Chef, Iron Chef. <laughs> yeah, I've
3: heard of uh, Rise of uh, Behind the Mask Rise of Leslie Vernon. That is pretty well regarded, yeah. as far as I know. So yeah, I am glad he said, watch it outside the show. Sure, yeah. But
0: well, so I- what's, what's this movie with a 10-minute no stretch? That was a question amongst all of that that... Pulp Fiction. Yeah. The cab ride. Oh, okay. I okay. just
4: want to tear my hair out. I just I can't stand it. It's off the wolves. Booch. <laughs> <laughs> I just I I, I thought we Butch. talked about it because then we watch talked watch the about director's kind of words even longer. Yeah. And just, yeah.
3: You talked about it a long time ago. Okay. And then when it came up, I ended up asking you after the show I okay. think you explained okay. it to me. Yeah, okay. it's
4: it's the cab ride scene in Pulp Fiction. I just it makes me crazy. Mm-hmm. I just I think it brings that movie to a screeching halt.
0: Oh. Also Bruce Willis.
3: Just don't like Esmeralda, I mean, do, do carrot, you? Though.
4: No, I don't. I mean, uh, obviously, uh, I've oh, seen it a million yeah, times, yeah. but I just... But I yeah, just,
3: only the strong. Only the strong. We're, we need to watch sure.
0: them. strong. Sure, yeah. Strong Capiera? Timber.
1: Capiera, did I say it right this time? Capoeira? Capoeira. You keep changing it on me. No. That's capoeira. Those are the birds. You're trying to say capybara, and that's... <laughs> um, Cassowary. Yeah. Right. The bird is cassowary. The... the martial artist there's kookaburra also kookaracha there's that's the (laughs) cockroach all
3: right next (laughs) castle uh,
1: (laughs) have to know those things for sorcery
3: next one's from andrew who titles his email halloween shit (laughs) (laughs) hey guys first time listener slash emailer. really digging rocktober so far in accordance with october and the halloween spirit i had two suggestions for you guys One for leisure, 2012's The Loved Ones. It's an Australian flick that kind of flew under the radar last year, and I feel like it needs to be shared. It's not as intense a film as Antichrist, but it will still make you squirm. If you can endure it, the ending is one of the most satisfying conclusions I've seen in years. The other movie is The Lost Skeleton of Kadavra, which is currently on Netflix. It's more relevant to the fans of the podcast. It's meant to be kitschy, but not on the level of asylum films that we seem to get today. Since I found this, it has been an annual Halloween tradition amongst my friends. Finally, I can't remember who slammed Room 237 this week, but I feel so vindicated in saying that that documentary was an extremely frustrating piece of fuck. This prompts my suggestion for this week. Are there any movies that you guys have watched where you've tried to stretch the subtext to match your interpretation, i.e. the layers of Lebowski? Love the show. Keep up the good work. Crash and Burn. Joe Mama, a.k.a. Andrew.
0: Uh, to answer that question, I mean, we we went out of our way to try to explore all of the subtext of Pulp Fiction. You know, coincidentally enough, back in the back in the day, mm-hmm. uh, everything from the you know band-aid on the back of his head to the soul in the briefcase, yeah. yada yada yada, all of those things. I, I don't know. We we tried to read too much into that movie. That was a big one.
3: Yeah, and I'm trying to think of ones where you know sometimes a like cigar is just a cigar. Yeah, you try and find more in it, but I don't. I don't remember from those days anymore really cuz I don't approach movies that way now. I mean, I I have heard theories from people about other, you know, specific movies being commentary on this or that, but I don't really subscribe to that anymore. I I it, maybe it makes me a dumber movie watcher, but I tend to watch everything on face value these days just cuz it, it's fine. It helps keep my sanity and it makes me feel like less of a pretentious fuck.
0: So,
1: it's exhausting to Search for meaning in everything.
0: Yeah. Well, I think the only thing worse. Than, it also ruins shit. Yeah. The only way to do it worse is to be overly obvious with your metaphors. Like, as much as I love Blade Runner, fuck some things at the end of that movie.
3: Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh yeah.
0: Yeah, and but it's also a case of.
3: I think that's also why I didn't like The Master, is because, everything was something that meant something, that had you know that was this puzzle to figure out and piece together and. I didn't want to, I don't like watching movies that way
0: anymore. Well, Magnolia was that way, but it didn't feel so exhausting. I mean, Magnolia is like, it's layers behind layers. I think because there were likable
3: characters in Magnolia. Whereas the Master,
0: everyone felt like an asshole. Yeah, exactly. I mean, there's, Magnolia is not exhausting like the Master was.
4: (laughs) Yeah, Magnolia is like, hey, it's kind of more Boogie Nights, but without the porn. Right. It's really almost the same. It's a lot
0: of talky bits, and Yeah. yeah, there's biblical things going on, but doesn't really matter. You can still just watch the movie until it goes crazy with the frogs raining. Yeah. You yeah. can keep watching it after that, too. Yeah, that's <laughs> I what, what I
4: because it's almost over at that
3: point. Yep. <laughs> so, next one up. Oh, uh, I, real quick. Skeleton
1: yeah. of Cadavera. Yes. Um, a lot of people have talked about that, and I've seen some gifs of it. I'm still going with that hard G. Mm-hmm. Um, Jesus. Shut up. You should. That's the way to pronounce it. Exactly. Yeah, gifs, man. GIFs is peanut butter, you bastard. Yeah. Um, but <laughs> I've seen some some uh, GIFs and stuff of it, and obviously seen people talking about it. And I kind of really want to watch that, but I think it may be a little bit too self aware, or and or popular for us, maybe.
0: Oh yeah, I don't. Th- I think he was. Was he suggesting I was watching it for this? I can't or remember what he what he uh, said yeah, about it. Yeah, I think it, he was. Really? Cause I, I yeah, no, I mean that. I think I've seen a few minutes of it. It just it didn't strike me as like what I was in the mood for at the time, and I don't think ever went back. But it, it it struck me in that same vein of like the Bruce Campbell self aware stuff, you know, like where, I mean, like my name is Bruce, and you know where it's like okay, I'm I'm Bruce Campbell playing Bruce Campbell, becoming the guy that I'm known for in movies. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So it, I I don't know. It just seemed like it was maybe a little too self aware to yeah. qualify. I still kind of
1: want to see it. It looks sure. like it might yeah, be no. pretty funny. This one's from Scotty.
3: Scotty. It says, help me remember a bad awesome movie. Hello. I need help trying to find a movie I watched the guts out of on 80s cable. The plot centered around a van that would kill women on the California freeways. While doing this, the faceless driver would play crazy fast fiddle music. If memory serves me correctly, the killer was called the fiddler. <laughs> he also kept repainting his sweet Dodge van to keep hidden from the cops any help would be appreciated. Crash and Burn, Scotty. Chuck? Uh,
4: Chuck? You should know that movie right off the top of Chuck? your head. It sounds a little familiar, but... Oh, no. Not... Unless it's Death Car on the Freeway, which is what just came up when I googled Fiddler and Van. Yeah, this is a killer Van movie. Death Car on the Freeway, starring Peter Graves and Abe Vagoda.
1: What year was He's Death still- Car on the Freeway released? AbeVigoda.com, if you ask that question. Abe Vagoda was still alive in 79?
4: He's still alive now.
1: <gasps> Man, Abe Vagoda is eternal.
0: That's what I say.
4: Man, this is one dedicated website to this movie. Jesus Christ.
0: <laughs> Holy <laughs> made, crap. Made on the GeoCities engine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know, that's that's
3: the worst thing about finding a site for, like, I always hope to find sites like that, like for Order of the Black Eagle, some site that's like, I have dedicated my life to finding out everything about this movie. And like, like, I remember the early days of the 80s, like, reading about the Aliens director's cut. Like, before you could see it easily. Mm -hmm. Like, finding a site that's, like, just dissected all the stuff that they added in and took out.
0: Like, those were the days, man. We have that movie in our pile, by the way. I thought we did.
4: Yeah. I just didn't know it was about the fiddler.
0: Yeah, didn't either.
4: But now I know. And now I want to see this. Might have to watch it for old Scotty. This van is fucking sweet. fucking blowing up. Not that fiddler.
0: Oh. The fiddler around the highway. Yeah.
4: Mm-hmm. Oh. Oh, Dinosaur's on it. George Hamilton's in it.
3: Yeah. Okay. <laughs> you got me. Got a voicemail. Oh yeah. Let me pull that up. It's actually two voicemails. Oh, called right back in. right after.
4: Okay.
0: Let's listen.
5: Hey, Bamcast. Name Steve. Um, longtime listener, first time caller. Uh, just wanted to say hi to the Garfield phone. And also I kinda have a movie to recommend. Uh, it's called War Games Two, the Dead Code. Uh, fairly recent movie, two thousand eight, I believe. Uh, it's on Netflix Instant, so after October, if you want to check it out, uh, I haven't gotten around to checking it out myself, but I do a movie review blog, so I've been kind of thinking about it. So uh, let's see who does it first, shall we? All right, later. Crash and Burn, Steve out. Did
0: he just Cosby challenges? Challenge. <laughs> <laughs> <I> th- <laughs>
3: yeah, think and that if was... you're
0: gonna if you're
3: gonna mention your blog, you gotta pimp your blog. Yeah, yeah. I mean, maybe, maybe he'll pimp on. his blog, well, in the there is next... another one yeah. here. Let's see. No, what... oh. he doesn't. But, but also, that... maybe it's <laughs> one of
1: those like. You know, haha, I tricked you into doing this movie because I challenged you. Oh, it could be. Yeah. Oh. yeah we're too smart for you. Yeah. Or maybe we're not. Blog guy. We're too dumb for you. We're dumb.
0: <laughs> Let's play the part two. For you. Hi,
5: I have to ask, Uh Steve again. Uh, something I forgot to mention. Yes, War Games 2 The Dead Code is an official sequel to the 1983 film War Games, starring Matthew Broderick and uh, Ali Sheedy. Straight to video. Um. <laughs> Uh, 0% on Rotten Tomatoes merely because of the facts because no official critics have reviewed it because everyone basically ignored it. My question is, 25 years, why do a sequel then? It seems like a weird movie to cash in on with a sequel. But anyway, uh, I might check it out now. Well, Crash and Burn, see out. I think there's someone, think there's someone
0: sitting at this table that may have seen that movie and mentioned it on a recent <laughs> YouTube series. I, I did sort fact. of
4: just address this. Uh... MGM got it in their heads that the best way to promote their catalog titles was to either remake or make shitty sequels to them, and therefore they could package them together, get that movie back in the public consciousness, blah blah blah. Uh, the War Game sequel is not terrible. It's not as bad as you think it's going to be. It seems like a shitty. So it's still horribly, horribly bad. No, 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 no. Oh. It's it's really not. It it actually ends up being an okay movie. It it. it it starts out and you think it's just going to be like an in name only thing, but then like all of a sudden the whopper is revealed as to be this thing behind it. And you're just like, Oh shit, that thing is still in a room somewhere doing a bunch of evil shit. So that's kind of neat. Um, it, it's just cheap and yeah. you know, it's got a lot of like, I'm playing online video games and you know, Oh no, I've tied into a massive government conspiracy and yeah, it's, I don't know. it It's all right. But it's late '90s ish mentality of internet and that kind of. Oh man. Yeah.
3: I miss those days. Yeah,
4: and it's you know it's like I'm a hacker. You know it's got it's. When got there was that no way to
3: look up that stuff yeah. and see what was yeah what it was really like.
0: I, I think the thing about like direct to weird weird direct to video sequels is like it's got to have something. It's got to have a hook. Like Roadhouse Two. Oh, well, I agree. Like where we were like. The fuck would you make a sequel to this? Wait, it's got Johnny yeah, shake Johnny shaking, Johnny shaking, and and shaking, Jake. Jake Busey. Jake. Jake. Jake Busey. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, we were like, alright. He's that, got higher that, voice Interesting. Let's do
4: this. Yeah. Yeah. You're I, Busey. I, I, Jake I've, Busey. I've never understood... I mean, sometimes it's just a cash grab. Like, w- when they would make like all the uh, Cruel and... Inte- um, Wild Things sequels, because there's oh, like four of those. And they're all terrible. Yeah. Um... But this was just like, hey, we've got this old movie. We probably were not going to sell any more copies of it. Everyone who wants it has already got it. How do we move more? Well, let's make another one real cheap. We can put them together. We can remind a few people that the old movie exists. Blah, blah, blah. It, it's it's a dumb practice. Yeah. And obviously, it didn't work out for MGM because who knows what the fuck that studio is now. Splintered into the four winds. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's done. Yeah. yeah.
3: D- doesn't its logo show up only to basically beyond Bond films at yeah. this point.
4: And even then it's all, it's only really like in name. It's just like a contractual deal. That, I mean, the, the, the rights to Bond films at this point are so disjointed. There, there's no more MG, MGMs.
3: That's why I'm amazed that the box set still came out. Yeah.
4: You know? So
1: contact information, send us emails to bmf at bmfcast.com. Call us 910 5 BMF 910-556-9263. Go to bmfcast.com. There are buttons on the right, which will give you the links to all the other stuff. Which includes Facebook and Twitter and a defunct Tumblr page and a donate button. And um, possibly a donut button, I'm not sure. iTunes. iTunes. Sure. RSS. All kinds of buttons. You don't use that. RSS, yeah, if anybody still uses that. Yep. Besides Harlow. And check, like out, lots of people
3: use it. check out Chuck's uh, series this month. 31 Horror Films in 31 Days. YouTube.com slash watercooler.
1: It is the best. It is hilarious. His Vampageddon
3: one's pretty good.
1: Yeah, Vampageddon was really good. <laughs> Not the movie. Well, yeah. apparently. No, no. His his review was oh, substantially okay. better than anything that I can imagine.
3: <laughs> yep. Yeah, and Kenny the Closer is in one of those videos. Yes. I think it's the fourth one. Python. Oh, yeah It's great. It's
4: pretty good.
1: God, it's so good. I like your snake theme so far.
4: Yeah, I like snake movies. <laughs> Do you? No. Oh. No. No. So Aww. far, no.
0: All right. All right, well, let's wrap this thing up, shall we? Mm-hmm. All, All right. right, I'm Harlow. I'm Mackie. I'm BJ. And
4: I'm Chuck.
1: And this is Cast out. <laughs>